Hello, and welcome to the Mass Singer Wrap Ups Podcast premiere. After a long, well, not that very long hiatus, we're back with season three. I'm your host, Puya, the Easy Bake Oven, Zan McKeely, and I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a fun one for you guys. Uh, but it wouldn't be the Mass Singer Wrap Ups if I was alone. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co host. She shares initials with a costume on this season. It's Liana the Ladle Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I did the limbo under the St. Louis Arch to be here. Um, <laughs> I got that snurdle vibe going on. Nice. Still not exactly sure what that is. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking everything down from the premiere of The Massinger Season 3. Amazing. As am I. As am I. And so this season premiered right after the Super Bowl. Um, shout out to the Chiefs fans uh, who are still celebrating, I imagine. Uh, they premiered after the Super Bowl with Jamie Foxx. So we decided to go another direction as well. We chose to attempt to emulate that by bringing on the Super Bowl of guests. So forget the mustard. It's karate time. <laughs> this man <laughs> is always ready to bring you joy and is good for the soul. A warm welcome. Liana to Rob the Chicken Soup Sesternina. Rob, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm chuffed to bits to be here, Puya. <laughs> and Liana, congratulations on uh, being able to limbo underneath the uh, the arch in St. Louis. Uh, one one of my favorite sites to visit whenever I'm in Kansas. Yes, uh, yes, Kansas. Oh my gosh, what a great state uh and you know super bowl champions as well so truly just amazing yes oh i'm so excited to talk <laughs> about the masked singer super bowl round i was watching this show with my son dominic who was so he just i think he just didn't want to go to bed but uh for whatever reason he feigned interest in the, the masked singer he was uh <laughs> writing thing he was trying to take notes uh like i was oh. uh, unfortunately he oh. he does not know who any celebrities are <laughs> let alone celebrities that would be on the mass singer so it was a little bit of a challenge for him to come up with guesses i think he thought maybe uh ryan's dad from ryan's toy review could have been somebody <laughs> maybe that was the or, turtle yeah, one of the toys yeah. from ryan's toys review um what did his notes look like what 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 things did he find important it was cute but it was also simultaneously kind of annoying because i wrote down my notes about uh what the clues were and then he would make okay dad what what were all the notes and then i had to then <laughs> have my notes duplicated by him where then we i would write something down and then he would make me repeat what what i wrote down and then like nine times like okay what are the other clues what they, like i'm like there are no more clues that's it <laughs> like, try and explain like uh the periodic table all right how do you spell that like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh man well he'll be cheating off of kids in school in, in no time i'm sure yeah, yeah um yeah i can't imagine having to try to explain some of this stuff like just <laughs> get it yeah. with your older buddy. try explaining who little wayne is <laughs> <laughs> yeah what did he think of the reveal yeah <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Indifferent. Yeah. He was probably more happy about the toy robot, mm -hmm, yeah. like the actual costume, than Lil Wayne. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of, we were still oh, trying to man. explain Baby Nut at that point. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a nightmare and a half. Shout out Josh Wiggler. <laughs> oh man. But did Charlie Day ever do his laundry? The true question of the evening. I'm worried Is about Charlie later? Day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, is that is this the career trajectory that we expected from Charlie Day? He was riding such highs. Yeah, I, I feel like that somewhere after horrible bosses look like, oh, wow, he's going places. And then it, it just never happened. Yeah. Save for IND bags. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Because I don't know what he's done since. Yeah. I, you know, so, but anyway, uh, maybe, maybe he's one of the mass singers on the season. You never know. Wouldn't be shocked. Does any of the costumes have a stain on it? <laughs> hey, how do I get the stain off? <laughs> yeah, oh man, by the time he's unmasked, he's, you know, old and wrinkled with gray hair, <laughs> doing this forever. Yeah, what a weird way for Tide Pod to decide, hey, let, we need positive image now. Let's Let's bring in Charlie Day. An agent. Oh man! Speak the Google commercials though. I was done with those. I was like, stop trying to make me feel emotions, Google. Okay, like get out of here. Yeah, they should have had Mrs. Peanut talking about Mr. Peanut so she doesn't forget him. <laughs> oh my god, that's so terrible. Oh my goodness. Well, we had to go. We had to go through all of those commercials and the Super Bowl to get here. And I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. But before we talk about anything, just a quick reminder and a welcome message to uh, all the new listeners that have uh, gathered around. Um, So the way we cover the show, as you know, we're getting clues every episode. We're getting songs. We're trying to figure out who these celebrities are. Uh, We did this last season. We're going to continue the tradition this season. We're going to. So Liana and I stay off of Reddit. We stay off of Internet comments, forum boards. None of that. Yeah, all research is done independently so that we can feel really good about the good guesses and simultaneously really stupid about the off guesses. Looking at Steve Buscemi last year, who never ended up appearing onto our screen, sadly. But um, that's what we're going to do today. So we'll see how that goes. Um, We might be on the mark. We might be off the mark, but we'll see. (laughs) I'm excited to make a bunch of really bad guesses, although feel good about someone that was not unmasked which i'm very excited to talk about uh this from this this group so we shall see group a group a can i ask a question as we go through this because that i am a little bit of a masked singer novice i've seen some episodes but i would love to just hear you two point out things that are different in this super bowl episode because i felt like that in terms of this episode that i feel like that we saw six singers in an hour and i feel like that that was a little bit of a different pace than we get on a normal night of mass singer yeah so i okay so so first of all the format definitely varies depending on the number of competitors that are still left in the competition the max that we ever see at one time perform is six so the clip is very fast as i'm sure you felt sort of going through this although then they have the long waits for the reveals and all that boring nonsense but uh but yeah six is sort of the max number of people so they did it a couple times in uh last season and i think maybe two or three times in season one um i would I'd say probably the typical number that we see is maybe closer to four or five mm-hmm. um, over two hours yeah, though, normally so, right no over over oh, one, one hour. hour so we actually we had so the for the season premiere from last season was two okay. hours and we had a total of eight performers Got it. so four per hour so that's usually typical also depending on the number of the clues so sometimes when the after the performance and the performers are out there on stage they'll bring out you know a show and tell clue if you will so they'll like roll it out and then it's like oh this is a slingshot because of 
something stupid. And then, you know, you talk about why that's a clue. Um, so that sort of fills the extra time. But this is sort of the bare bones, perform- like clue package, performance, judges, guesses. That's okay. it. Um, so, Rob, first and foremost, how did you feel tuning into The Masked Singer? It was fine. On I the whole. thought it was that pretty exciting. It was, you know, big, uh, you know, great great game and uh you know they kept the pre post game show uh pretty short and then uh, we went right into it uh overall i mean this thing on the west coast uh was over before 9 p.m so did a good job of you know uh keeping everything moving and six singers in, in an hour uh it was you know not a lot of downtime so uh i enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah no, it's very, very quick. Yeah, I think I prefer the six, too, just because you're you can't by necessity have a lot of the downtime. I hate the the talking to the judges is hands <laughs> down the worst part of the show. And so anything that shortens that up, ugh, anything that makes that shorter is fine by me. Although Jamie Foxx apparently missed the memo and actually had some good guesses like he's <laughs> supposed to be an idiot, uh, yeah. as you can tell by the other judges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh, so he clearly missed the mark, but I was happy to have him there as our guest judge. Yeah, Jamie Foxx seemed uh, way into the mass Singer. Oh, he was super into yeah. it. Uh, maybe it was his mom. Maybe. <laughs> was yell- yelling at him, waking him up. Yeah. If <laughs> I don't know. Nick Cannon is going to ever play hardball in the negotiations for being the host of the show, I feel like the Jamie Hawk- Foxx is waiting in the wing. Uh, what's the show that Jamie Foxx does? The Beat Shazam. 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 <laughs> yeah, this would be a move up. This is a promotion. If you yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, how did Nick Cannon get the the mass singer, but Jamie Foxx got stuck with Shazam? They ran out of shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now he's an executive producer on this season. Nick Cannon. Wait, is he re- Jamie? Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, so he, mm. he, uh, he put a ring on it, so to speak. I think he's, we're stuck with him for now. Mm. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, as far as Rob, you asked, um, what was different with it being like a Super Bowl themed? Uh, really, it's more puns. And then it was the crazy odd opening we had with all the monster size, um, contestants. So, Liana, what did you think of that, that opening? Okay. What did the Godzilla sized masked, singers have to do with anything yeah was that supposed was that was it just because they could come over like the miss monster could come over the stadium walls <laughs> and steal nick cannon i i was actually a little worried nick cannon looked concerned i was worried it seemed like the mass singers were causing chaos although i didn't see anything necessarily on fire but it was just a very odd choice you know what else was weird the um mount rushmore singing the president's faces moved yeah <laughs> terrifying that was real weird. That was real weird. So I don't know how I feel about that whole thing, but you know, it's a mass singer. We get weird stuff like this all the time. It's true. Yeah. I think that maybe they were going for, you know, the Super Bowl is, is big. All the characters are big. Fox already has like those fighting NFL robots for no apparent reason. So I think it all fits in with the theme. Oh yeah. I forgot about the robots. Those should uh, those should be on the those could be a mass singer character potentially in the future. I don't know why we get the toy robot. Like those robots look cool. Yeah, no more lame Saving robots those for season five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So as usual, we have Nick Cannon. He comes out in his bedazzled robe of some sort and his rabbit head. Um. But I don't want to talk about him. As we mentioned, Jamie Fox is the uh, guest judge this week. So he's wearing a mask. And all I'm thinking is, well, I know it's Jamie Foxx. Why did you tell us who it is and rob us of a reveal? No one's surprised. Why is this? 
a thing. I like that probably the audience, like he was sitting there without the mask on, right? <laughs> for the audience. And then was like, all right, guys, I got to put this on. Mm-hmm. Look shocked. <gasps> ah. No. Can you tell us how early these are filmed? Like, cause this is not close to live, right? These are already all filmed. These mass singer episodes. Okay. So the way that they filmed season one and two was essentially they filmed it all, all at one time put it, had it in the can and then aired it later on. The format is a little bit different for season three. So the way that they're doing it is you have 18 total contestants split up into three different groups. And the way that the shows are going to air is group A, which is this group. We're going to have them for three episodes in a row. So we're going to go from six down to three remaining contestants. Then the next three episodes are going to be group B. And then the three episodes after that are going to be group C. Those nine total episodes have already filmed because essentially they film like episode one, one day and then episode two and three sort of the next day. So they're really condensed into sort of a two day filming schedule for like that group of six contestants. So then I'm not exactly sure when they're going to film the next ones, but it it is going to be after these episodes air. So there's some talk of whether or not there's going to be some sort of live voting or some component that might play into it. We don't know exactly how that's going to play out, um, but we do know that at least the nine, the first nine episodes have already been filmed. Okay. And they were filmed, I think in like December. Yeah. So just to go back to that, that when we were at the survivor 39 finale, that it was, I believe it was the same day as the mass singer two finale. And like, we sort of had like uh, less space to, to work and the, Oh, the mass singer is uh, filming. It's or is filming today. And I think we assumed that it was the mass singer finale. But then as Mike Bloom had texted me earlier, when we saw like a mass singer, character out on the like what is that oh it must be a mass singer uh mike bloom uh did confirm that there was a white tiger sighting that day back in Ooh. december which we did not know what a white tiger was at that time but uh mike mike confirmed that we did see uh no not we're not sure if the uh celebrity in question was in said white tiger costume yeah uh yeah i think that they were yeah mike said that they were filming the pre-tape the like video package thing Mm. which i don't i don't know for those cases if it's actually the mass singer that is in i like to think it is but you know you (laughs) never know um probably not yeah Yeah. but i think so i think i think a so group a filmed then during the survivor um like around the survivor finale i think b and c maybe were in january or something like that i'd have to go back and Mm -hmm. look at the timeline but they were they were relatively recent so within the past like month or two and i know that um i know somebody who is going to a taping on the 10th so Yeah. So, oh, so that's probably for the new episodes then. I imagine so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and the, what we do know is that they don't find out who gets unmasked or like who the celebrity underneath the mask is. So I'm very intrigued to get a little bit more inside baseball, get a little bit of the Terry Deets on that situation, <laughs> um, and see what's what with all of that. Because honestly, the mechanics that go into making the mask singer happen are as bizarre as the show itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so what I do know is that they, uh, like you said, Puya, they leave. The audience members will leave. I think there's a very small group that gets to stay, but they have to sign additional waivers. Mm. Um, and so they film up until they're like, take it off, take it off. And then the masked character plus Nick Cannon leave the stage. Then they like send out the audience <laughs> um, and then they bring the person back to actually do the unmasking. So I think that that's kind of how it works. Okay, I see. 
But yeah, and then they have to make like because they need the audience reactions. So they were told to, you know, make faces and stuff, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh my God. And, you know, there's nobody getting an ass revealed. I like that. <laughs> yeah, they, they kick him out. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Shout out Mass Singer. Yeah. Doing things. Oh, well, I, I, <laughs> oh my God. I like that Nick Cannon really is, acts like uh, it's really hard to get the, the mask off. Like he's like, really looks like <laughs> he's really time. like struggling with it. Like, uh, uh, I can't get this thing off. It's so uh, uh. like it takes him a very long time. Yeah, I like to imagine he's out there with a can of like WD-40 trying to like spray <laughs> yeah. it down and get the mask off or something. But yes, of course, it's such a struggle. Yeah, don't hand Nick Cannon like a pickle jar that you can't get the lid off of that. He is not your guy. <laughs> not. Oh, oh, my gosh. You can imagine that's really burning my gravy. He's trying to like open up the can. <laughs> Okay, well, how about we uh, open up a can of worms and just dive right into the first performer. Uh, White Tiger makes an appearance. Liana, now, in talking to you in private in the preseason, you were very pumped about this costume. What did you think of the first impressions with the White Tiger? Oh, so disappointing. This is like hands down my favorite costume. I was so excited. It's Egyptian. It's the White Tiger. It looks so cool. And then... I'm pretty sure it's Rob Gronkowski. Like, I think everybody can agree that it is most likely Rob Gronkowski. He's like beating up kids in school and <laughs> like just wanting to party. And then, of course, he comes out and does Ice Ice Baby mm-hmm. by Vanilla Ice. It was just I started out so high and it was just all the way down. <laughs> but I had a, I had fun on the ride, at least. <laughs> It was a fun ride. Rob, did you uh, did you feel strongly that it was Gronkowski? Yeah, I got to that before that came up as a guess. Uh, again, this is yeah. uh, not the first time we've gotten to talk about Rob Gronkowski on the podcast. Uh, don't forget that he was one of the uh, famous uh, Big Brother 17 celebrity takeover mm-hmm. hosts where Gronk Week uh, happened in Big Brother 17 <laughs> and Meg Malley got to win a, a, a trip on on the Gronk cruise, which I'm sure uh, must have been a fantastic time. Yeah. Get ready for a takeover. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, that was like when he said, let's party. It was like, oh, it's Gronk. Yeah. It's the Gronk cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly. Puya, they had said that there was nine Super Bowls that were part of. Was that only tonight's panel or just group A? Just in group A, nine Super yeah. Bowls. Now, look, as much as I am a uh, <laughs> New England Patriots hater, uh, it feels like that Gronk has been to nine Super Bowls, but that that maybe is uh, Tom Brady been to nine, but Gronk hasn't been to nine. So I feel like that there's another footballer here in the mix. Yeah, so I have five. He has he's been in five out of the nine. But Rob, the thing that the Masked Singer is famous for uh, making Liana mad for that when they say Super Bowl appearances, this can be yes. anthem. It can be commercial. It could be you were in the audience. We're watching it at home. So how many Super Bowls has Charlie Day been to? <laughs> uh, these at least one now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that counts as one commercial, like or one appearance. If he was in several commercials, oh my god, the mass singer has pulled some incredibly reaches. Re- oh my time. god, some insane nonsense. Okay, so spoiler alert to last season. So uh, 
uh, shoot, what was her name? The Osborne. Kelly Osborne. Fe- Kelly Osborne. Kelly Osborne was on the season, and one of her clues was a baseball bat. A baseball bat refers to the bat that Ozzy Osborne bit the head off of. Mm. I call <laughs> such BS on that. I'm still mad about that. That's not fair. And to say Super Bowl appearances to just be like, oh, like, well, they were in the audience. I don't know. Oh, I think you're gonna say like fine. that. Well, that he once ate a Super Bowl of chili. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Potentially. Who knows? You never know. So it's a little bit of shenanigans going on here. However, the fact that, you know, we have Gronk here, which knocks out what five you said. Yeah, Yeah. five. That's I mean, that's a good chunk. So maybe we can narrow down the rest from there. But yeah, did Lil Wayne ever perform at the Super Bowl? Uh, He had I checked. Not that I saw, but he might be in a commercial as is someone else who have a good guess on that we'll talk about later. But I think I ended up getting close to about maybe seven or eight at the end of the night so we'll get to those uh remaining four maybe um, but as far as the clues go for the gronk they're pretty obvious there was the clam shucking champion there was the four score in seven years ago which probably was the most obvious one 87 is his number i don't really follow uh american football like that but the minute i heard the party and the white tiger was raising the roof and then as you said the ice ice baby it was like okay it's the gronk and I and it's because I thought he was on last season as the Eagle and I was grossly mistaken. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 you were wrong about that. That was funny. yeah, it was fresh on. Um, mind. <laughs> Gronk, Gronk seems like he's right in that zone of the like uh, a level, mm. uh, absolutely right level of famous to be on the mass Singer also. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally co-sign that. Who who's the last like big football will player that we had was it antonio brown yes <laughs> and things have only yeah, okay. gone so... up for him since then <laughs> right. in hindsight, that was really the beginning of the end for antonio brown <laughs> yeah yeah what can we predict about the mass singer contestants you know a couple years a year down the road mm-hmm. what will happen to poor rob Gronkowski? i mean usually an appearance on the mass singer uh, if you were gonna chart the uh, liana do i have this right the parabola of somebody's career <laughs> i feel like that's more on the downside than there's nobody that's like ascending <laughs> that makes a stop on the mass singer right yes i completely agree with that <laughs> so that's that also helps to narrow it down in terms of the people you're trying to pick from right like you're not going to pick the up-and-coming performer mm-hmm. right so uh so yeah that's definitely like, helpful. is that pat mahomes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> save it for season yeah. 12 that that seems about right <laughs> yeah that does make sense yeah uh rob we had a question from a listener uh connor retta asked did anyone else think the white tiger's disguised voice after the performance sounded like rupert a bit do you hear that <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, I did not get Rupert for the White Tiger. I have sad to say, no. <laughs> it was a very deep voice. It was a new, like, modulated type of voice that we've never heard before, which I was into. Yeah. Uh, yes. The uh, yes. The voice modulation was a little different. Apparently, so somebody had gone to a taping and had told me that they had to re-record some stuff because they they modulate it live, but nobody could understand what they were saying. <laughs> so they had to like go back and try to remodulate it. So uh, yes, it, I don't know. I I could hear Rupert. It was very aggro. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the White Tiger at the end. You know, so much for my dreams or something like that is what we'll get. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Get ready for a takeover.
<laughs> oh, I am not ready for another Gronk takeover. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah, what even ha- was that? The last week that twist. I think was that was it. I think that was it. Too, that yeah. they ran it. out of people. <laughs> it's like midweek they stopped talking about it. I feel like. Yeah, it just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So while I did not really think that Gronk slash White Tiger had much of a singing voice, and the performance of Isaiah's Baby was you know left a little bit more to be imagined, um, I did enjoy the. The background dancers, I did enjoy the fire, the tomb vibes were good, and I've decided the reason why White Tiger ended up surviving the night, aside from a very bad performance from another person, was because this was all razzle-dazzle. This was the starting performance of the season, there were a lot of production went into this one by the looks of um, what they did with the fire and everything, so I think it was just like it got the party going, and then everyone's like, yeah, we vibed with this, but if this was a performance that went on like third i could have seen this being the send you home song um yes well i mean i think it probably came down to white tiger and robot i would I assume, say so we're probably the bottom two but you know what i mean this is what i expected i appreciated the commitment and i had a lot of fun during the performance so i don't really have any complaints i was really surprised that the white tiger wasn't eliminated because i really felt like the powers that be that you know they did a super bowl show i think they probably Mm -hmm. would have wanted to have the gronk reveal i think that that is with the super bowl audience tuned in i think that if there's ever a night you want to have you know the gronkowski reveal i I think they probably wanted that. So I guess it sort of is a point in the favor of Mass Singer being on the up and up. Hmm. That's interesting. So I was actually thinking about, okay, do we would the production team rather have Gronkowski get revealed or Lil Wayne get revealed? Like what with the Super Bowl audience, though, Gronkowski stands out. But I don't know. Lil Wayne could be that could be a big get. It is. But I have a very good. Um. Uh, what's the conspiracy, Ooh. if you will? Yeah. So Lil Wayne released an album f- on Friday. And I think this was a little bit of shenanigan station, a little bit of uh, the mooch on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, he was where Lil Wayne contestant? Yeah, was committed to one episode and one episode only. Hmm. Is how I feel because he threw it. <laughs> I mean, it came out. The album comes out. He gets on one episode. It's the biggest night. He's probably their biggest get. So all those stars aligned before we knew it was him or before he even got his clue package. I genuinely thought what Rob is saying is going to happen. I was like, it makes complete sense that he's a the first performer out here. B obviously Gronkowski, and it's Super Bowl night. Like this is the night for the Gronkowski reveal but it didn't end up happening so now the good thing is we'll know that we're probably gonna say goodbye to gronkowski on wednesday night Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. well i think i think yeah yes (laughs) <laughs> goodbye white tiger i also thought that jamie fox roasted the white tiger pretty good in his uh <laughs> judging portion so i thought that that was going to also factor in with the voters yeah that was very much appreciated they just slightly ahead of the beat um but yeah yeah i don't know so i i think I, the way i understand the voting is i think it's like 50 percent audience 50% judges or something like that. But I don't know. Does judges act? Does that actually mean the judges or does that mean production? Um, right. I'm not sure. 
So, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, sure. I like to think that they're on the up and up. Yeah. So we'll take any, any evidence yeah. we can. And I'm a big proponent of if there's banter between the judges and the contestant, that will help bump the numbers at least a little. And if you compare it to the robot, I feel like I think White Tiger had more banter. The White Tiger roared in the middle of the song. Mm. That was like animated. So it was a good performance. It was a good all around fun for everyone, even though we know who you are performance. So I did enjoy that. Um, Rob mentioned Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx had the accurate pick with Gronkowski. Ken Jong went with John Cena, which is not the most outlandish thing you said before. Nicole, however, takes the cake for this round with Jason Momoa. Rob, do you think Jason Momoa would ever make an appearance here after being Aquaman <laughs> and being um, Khal Drogo? Yes. And how do you connect Clam Shucker champion yeah. with Aquaman? Well, I would say in, in defense of the Jason Momoa pick, it would not be the weirdest Jason Momoa sighting of the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That commercial was so creepy. What was the commercial? I didn't Did see it. Did you any. see it? Did you get it in Canada? No. So it was he like, <laughs> I don't even I, don't, I do not know what it was for. But essentially, Jason comes home. Jason Mimosa yeah. and he comes home and he he like he takes his arms. off. It's like, oh, you can be comfortable mm-hmm. at home and home is where I feel the most comfortable. And so he pulls off his muscly arms to reveal huh. these very thin arms and thin legs and he peels off his six pack and then, you know, he's got a wig on and he's like a bu- bald uh, cap yeah bald. He's like, oh, i can relax yeah. at home without these fake muscles and and hair uh but i i don't even want to talk about jason momoa because i was watching uh, those at, at somebody's house and we were watching the super bowl and that commercial comes on and jason momoa like walks into his house and my wife is like oh get, get control of yourself <laughs> Like made oh like a God. Homer Simpson noise uh, when it was, she sees him on the television. Get a grip. Yeah. I, so he he has that effect on some women. So I was on a plane once and Aquaman was one of the movies that I could watch mm-hmm. on the plane. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And I tried to tell my mom about it, who has a crush on him. And I was like, mom, it's horrible. And she's like, oh, no, it's not that bad. And I was like, did you watch the movie or were you just looking at him the whole time? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was it was a terrible movie. So, yeah, I don't get it. What was the commercial for? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these commercials. And uh, yeah, what was it? What was it for? And it was some. Yeah, it was something about being comfortable at your house. But yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, uh it's for Rocket Mortgage. Oh, I thought it was okay. for fake Apparently. fake muscles. I thought that that was a commercial. <laughs> it's like oh, you could have fake muscles and be and, and not have to work out. <laughs> and then you can be comfortable at home when yeah. you take them off. It's like the muscle suit. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. I could totally see Jason Momoa on the show now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That. Not yet. Not yet. Give it a few more years. <laughs> Season seven. We'll look out for he's him. Still, yeah, he's still probably, I would say maybe not on the upswing, but at least he's at the top of the parabola probably mm-hmm. right now. Once we get a few more years of decline, then we'll see him on the yeah. show. So I felt too embarrassed to ask everybody came up to what's a parabola. (laughs) Well, I'll explain math to you later. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Uh, Imagine like the uh, St. Louis arch. (laughs) Yes. Are we underneath it or on the tip top? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends. Where do you feel like you are in your career right now? (laughs) Probably at the base. Yeah. (laughs) On the downside of the upside. On the downside. Looking up. Go upwards. Yeah, making my way there. 
Um, Downtown. Yeah. Well, it felt nice coming out of my shell and confessing that I didn't know what a parabola is. So it's almost fitting that we get to talk about the turtle next. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What did you think about the rocker turtle, Rob? Uh, Interesting uh, that um, I I think that we sort of got caught in the, you know, uh, the turtle is going to talk about that. They started with a bunch of other hungry newcomers. And I I think we got sort of uh, locked into uh, maybe a uh, man bander. Uh, Is that possibly where the turtle is coming from? (laughs) Uh, The turtle also uh, has a spiky shell, uh, kind of like a a, a mean turtle, like the kind that maybe like uh, Mario and Luigi might have to deal with. Rob, are you reading out of Dominic's notes? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. The mean turtle. Mean spiky turtle. <laughs> um yeah, so okay, so uh man band is I will say not a term I've heard. Uh Love so it. I did have in my notes boy band, which I think is a similar concept. Um but yeah, I didn't I, make up man pan that, that uh, man Jim Rome uh, <laughs> says that for a long time. Oh, OK. <laughs> oh, I love inside jokes. I don't get. OK, so there were four other racers um, or th- no, three. There are three other racers. So four total, I think, okay. um, including himself. So uh, that's what I would assume is going to be the number of the band. Also, he had a surfboard, barbecue and burgers. I don't know what that means yet. Um, but yeah, I was definitely thinking somebody from a boy band or could be, I don't know, maybe like a reality TV show was the other thing I was thinking, like a singing competition where the other people who, you know, maybe came in above him sort of petered out like i can imagine an american idol and we saw daughtry so that could also be something here but i don't have a really solid guess for the turtle yet yeah i um i initially thought that way as well where like we're kind of looking at it you know someone that maybe didn't do that well in their auditions at a reality show and then started doing well and gaining so i'm like ooh, could it be like a sanjaya and i was like no please don't be sanjaya (laughs) and then i can deduce that it's not sanjaya after that performance because that was amazing um so i have one guess here and based on the research i did i feel somewhat good about it um so the surfboard for me i was like immediately okay could it be like a Baywatch thing like the Zac Efron clue they alluded to but i think it's like the uh the teen choice awards award is a surfboard so i was like Okay, let's go to the teen heartthrobs of the uh, of this uh, angle of this Venn diagram. Zac Efron could fit that mold, but then he's too short. Yeah, well, then they talked about boy bands, and I did a little bit of looking around. This could be Jesse McCartney, who the only thing I really know him from is his song "Beautiful Soul," and then I don't know anything else about him until I did some digging. Um, I did notice there was like this. The, at one point, the turtle did like a zombie motion. Um, <laughs> Jesse McCartney was the star of the movie Chernobyl Diaries and appeared on Fearing the Walking Dead, Rob, as Reed. I've never seen mm-hmm. the show, but he's him. Did you say so? Um, yeah. <laughs> and then men- one of the lines mentioned was tooth and nail for the dream. Um, he was in a band called Dream Street, which I learned was a thing today. So that's my guess for now. In your research. Hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. I that's a great guess. I'm proud of you. Hmm. Yeah. Sarcasm. Does does Jesse uh have snurdle? <laughs> does one have snurdle? Or do you do you think is that you're like born a move? With like, are you <laughs> you're just born with it? Um or is that the move? 
the move is a snurdle. So like, oh, I'm doing a snurdle. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's yeah. So I am on the IMDb. For, is this allowed? Am I allowed to go on IMDb while we're talking about oh, this? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. absolutely. So Jesse McCartney in his IMDb, as I'm scrolling through, um, in his package, talked about being with some uh, hungry newcomers uh, coming up. And he was on a TV series called Young and Hungry, Puya. Oh. Oh. Did not connect that dot. The um and the five uh, the seasons of, a, of the show called Young and Hungry on ABC Family. Five oh, seasons. Okay. What uh what year was that? That was in twenty fourteen uh to twenty fifteen that he appeared. He was on seven episodes of Young and Hungry <laughs> as Cooper. Okay, so yeah, that was recent. Well, he was also he was in the TV show Summerland, which could also refer to the surfboard potentially. Mm. He was in uh, both uh, Chipmunk movies, uh, both uh, the original and <laughs> yeah. the Squeakquel. Ah, yes. <laughs> Don't forget course. the Squeakquel. Actually, I be- no, I believe actually he might have been on the in the original and in Chipwrecked and not in the Squeakquel. Oh, trilogy oh, got passed over. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes. Uh, also, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't forget that one, of course. Yes. Of course. The classic. Oh, he's the, he's yeah. the voice of Theodore. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. He he is in the Squeakquel. I, I apologize. I'm just looking at his oh, best phew. known for. He is not best known for the Squeakquel on I, IMDb. But I guess he was the voice of uh, Theodore. Uh, so then I guess he's used to voice modulation. Hmm, so yeah. okay interesting so well i think i think regardless of who it is i think that somebody who could be a top contender um at least from this group of the performances that we Mm. saw i think the turtle definitely stands out so i like turtles yeah so other than (laughs) when jason momoa was on screen the second most animated that my wife got the entire day yesterday (laughs) was during the performance from the turtle when she started oh. calling out that the turtle is Donnie Wahlberg and it's also effed up because that's Jenny McCarthy's husband and it's effed up and that he shouldn't be allowed to be on the show. But also my wife hates Jenny McCarthy and I hate Jenny McCarthy. And why is her husband allowed to be on the show? And it's definitely Donnie Wahlberg. And then she went to bed and said, wake me up if the turtle gets kicked off and it's Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can 100% hear that in Nicole's voice, first of all. Like, I can hear her complaining about She has a blood feud Uh, against Jenny McCarthy. I mean... Understandably so. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Although I'm sure Jenny McCarthy doesn't know or care. She does not. She hates, she hates everything about Jenny McCarthy with a passion. Uh, so is that, do, do you share her thoughts, Rob? Do you also think that it could be a Wahlberg? Um, well, the burgers is definitely one that we have not solved for in terms of I mm-hmm. and, and that's that true. We, you know, and the Wahlbergs and the, the Wahlburgers, uh, and also the step by step line also is something that is not accounted for yet with the Jesse McCartney. So both those things would point back to Donnie Wahlberg. And I started with a bunch of hungry newcomers and then I ended up uh, being, you know, making it through. So uh, those are all things that do, uh, you know, refer back to it could be Donnie Wahlberg. But uh, 
I don't know. The, the Donnie Wahlberg, I don't know if it's, it's as spry as uh, the turtle appeared to be. Mm. So to address, well, uh, this is close-ish, but uh, Jesse McCartney was in the titular Step Up 3D. Uh, so there's stepping involved <laughs> in there. <laughs> I don't know if that is somehow related. Yeah. And I believe that Theodore the is the uh, chipmunk that does do the cooking. Uh, oh that would be wild theodore love burgers (laughs) to be 100 percent honest that's exactly the type of clue the mass singer might like use so that's not too far from the Hmm. truth yeah i don't know we need to reach out to a chipmunk expert does does your son potentially know i'll ask them i'll ask them if they know about burgers but i i think i could see theodore the you know he's always hungry he's the ones always talking about food Mm -hmm. Uh, i could see him making burgers Okay, so yeah, maybe that that could be mm-hmm. it, huh? Well, that yeah, so I think that's a pretty good guess, then, Puya. Thank you. Well, I yeah, I got a message from a friend that said Jesse McCartney, and then I did the research and it checked out. So Cheater. I would like to. Mm-hmm. I would like to. I mean, I told them afterwards, please don't do this, but thanks for the heads up. Um, but I wouldn't have thought to look in the, that direction in particular if not for the tip off. I will say though, no matter what, I do think that the turtles in this for the long haul. Um, as everyone knows, I do like me some seal after last season and the song choice of kiss from a rose. Amazing. I love that. There were no backup dancers. It was just all roses in the background and then it rained rose petals. That was great. And the voice kind of spoke for itself. I, um, did not know that um, the turtle had pipes like yeah. that. Did not expect that at all based on well, the demeanor. Either, yeah. So. And when your dad is Sir Paul McCartney, I think that you were going to be able to sing a little bit. <laughs> Booyah. Are they related? Uh, are they? They have the same last name, right? <laughs> so pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> pretty, uh, the yeah. son of Ginger and Scott McCartney. Rob. <laughs> what <laughs> alter ego? What uh, was born in New York? Yeah, to Ginger and Scott McCartney. <laughs> oh, it's his grandfather. It's Paul McCartney's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Um, yeah. yeah. Good pipes. That's all I got. Good pipes. Good pipes. Good pipes. Yeah, so the as far as the guesses went, um, Ken Jong did convince himself it was Donnie Wahlberg. Robin Thicke is kind of like Rob the hipster of the <laughs> panel. He likes to think that he's the best and he figures these things. So he went with Joey McIntyre of New Kids on okay. the Block. Yeah, and then Nicole went with Zac Efron, which I think is probably the closest out Zac of Zac Efron way too famous to be on The Masked Singer. That uh, if, <laughs> if, if, if whoever is representing Zac Efron, uh, to borrow from Akiva, if whoever is representing Zac Efron <laughs> booked him on The Masked Singer, they should be arrested. <laughs> for malpractice. Yeah, he's still on the up. Yeah. He's still on the up and up, so yeah, yeah it's not time for him yet. Yeah, if you're, you could be the leading man of a major motion picture. You are not the turtle on the Masked Singer. <laughs> no, no, stay clear. Instead, you're Paul McCartney's grandson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, oh, I sorry. I had a thought about uh, Robin Thicke. His hair, he looked like those evil toys from Toy Story 4. The ones from the antique <laughs> shop with <laughs> the curled hair. That's what he looked like. And it was freaking me out. Like the, Those were creepy. The old school like uh, dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. The ventriloquist <laughs> dummies. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, how, why are you in this movie? It's terrifying. These are terrifying. Yeah. As an adult, I was terrified by those. So yeah, yeah, didn't like it. Truly a thing of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm watching The Masked Singer last night, and then I think to myself, "Wait, am I watching Survivor?" No, I'm not. But like Survivor this season, we have someone who is known for llamas. We have the llama out here with us. <laughs> It's the only reason you're here, Rob. We brought you on for no, that. No, no, I was, I was booked before we knew the llama was going in week one. I think that's yeah, true. So. That's very true. Oh, that couldn't uh, have been better timed. We, I thought your transition was going to be like speaking of things of nightmares. Let's move on to the llama, mm-hmm. which, by the way, has six legs. What? Okay, Did right? Because it's got it's got the it's got the normal. Legs human legs that people have the arms that people have and then it's weird butt legs oh yeah the arms i didn't count the arms yeah so bad. it reminds me of that meme like how do cats wear pants hmm. the do they wear them <laughs> what <laughs> never mind <laughs> how do cats people on the yeah, know do know i have to I'm see the movie about. to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'd have to see the movie to know it's inside info only <laughs> uh but yeah sorry continue it's a good meme um Sorry, I was just looking at the meme for a second. So yeah, this is probably the most outlandish uh, costume we've ever had on the show. I was very disappointed that they didn't commission a second person to be the back legs. And it just seems like it's extra legs that are just still that are taped to the butt of whoever Mm -hmm. is in the costume. And they just follow them around. And there's like, it doesn't even like really touch the ground. It's a little bit all over the place. And it's got its tongue out. Um... Yeah, again, very silly, but also probably the weirdest one. Rob, what did you think of the llama? Yeah, the llama is interesting. Uh, The guesses were all over the map. Uh, I feel like that we got a lot of clues, but uh, I do not feel like I have a good feel for the llama. Mm, This is the one I'm probably most confident about after the one that got revealed in Lil Wayne. Liana, is this the one you are feeling good about? Nope. Ooh, okay. So allow me to um, wow you in this instance so we start off the llama and the clue package is in this radio station i got nothing from that i'm not gonna lie to you um but the llama does start saying me 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 we're gonna put a pin in that for a second there's a buddha statue in front of the llama um so here's where it gets interesting so the buddha statue the llama's a buddhist okay me 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 someone they've worked with before named mimi uh sounds of seattle Seattle Sounders is a soccer club um, that the llama is part owner of. And when you put all these things together, you get Drew Carey. I think Drew Carey is the llama. Yeah, it's like Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) I felt very good. He does way more work than I do for this. I try. Hmm. (laughs) try. Uh, Okay, so let's see. Okay, so... 
here's the thing. Sometimes on The Masked Singer, you know, it sets it up that, oh, it's definitely going to be a radio DJ. And we had this sort of thing happen last season where it the first clue was all about YouTube. We thought that the woman was a YouTuber. Turns out YouTube is only part of the things that she's known for. She's actually known for singing and performing and acting mainly above all of that. Mm-hmm. So this could be a situation where, OK, we're sort of have a red herring with the radio DJ kind of stuff um, where maybe something that the person is known for is actually not this, but it does happen to be part of their character. Um, do we know if Drew Carey is anyhow involved in the radio, radio though? Um, not that I found in my uh, looky rounds, um, but I didn't end up for I for me. The sounds of Seattle was the big one. And then I saw the Buddha statue and I took note of that. And then I started like digging around to see if 23.3, I took it as 23rd of March meant anything to anyone. His birthday is the 23rd of May. So I was like, maybe they made a mistake there. And like I shoved a square hole into a circle peg. Hmm. No square peg into a circle hole is what I'm trying to say here. But yeah, I was just like, it's gotta be someone who's like fancies themselves as a comedian. And the first thought, um, upon searching up the emperor's new groove cast was oh it could be david spade because we saw spades on the ground uh, on the uh, table um but i don't think it's him hmm. so the i haven't seen drew carey recently uh does does that look like the right build for the llama for drew carey well he did he's, lose he's a bunch v- of weight, very svelte right? now uh drew carey now mm. um how tall is he? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell with that llama costume. Like the uh, the eyes may not line up where uh, the actual face is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, usually you can tell. So, um, the I'm looking at the costume now, yeah. and it's kind of got like where that the circle is. hole is in the yeah. neck. That yeah, looks like that's usually where the head is. And I think Nick, how tall is Nick Cannon? Like six one. Nick Cannon so, is six. Six feet. Okay, yeah. so the person is definitely shorter. I think uh, than- Drew Carey's five ten. Mm, so that could fit. Hmm. Mm. Now, do you think Drew Carey dresses like that normally? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so that was the thing. the The llama said that this is like my regular digs. Like I wear digs like this in real life, and I was like, no one wears digs like this in real life. So. I don't know. So I don't know. The mass singer going back to the shooting at the same lot as the survivor finale. That is also the same place where the price is right is filmed. <laughs> so for Drew Carey to get over there would be like commute. nothing. Uh, he could like uh, get in and out of there. Super easy. Right. In terms of convenience, that's uh, that's pretty good, which also could be a selling point for getting people on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that uh, what does the nerd herd mean? Does that do, do anything for you guys? Did anybody watch the Drew Carey show? <laughs> no, but like Drew Carey wears these like bifocals. Like, gotta imagine he was kind of the poster child for nerdy back in the day. That's the only connection there I could see. Um, I will tell you that the fact that the um, the llama wears a camera around its neck, um, Drew Carey does take um photographs for the usa soccer team on the sidelines as a press photographer Mm. so that could be a connection there and to give you the super bowl appearance he was featured in a super bowl ad for nokia in 1998 (laughs) that's a reach (laughs) super bowl 32 Mm. it was um very interesting so 
Um, there's this guy and he's in this, um, purple, I want to call it Cadillac. And like the Cadillac has the, the hydraulics that were big back in the day with the cars going up and down and he's wearing purple and the car is purple and they're kind of facing off. So the guy uses the hydraulics on the car and then Drew Carey starts jumping around and then the guy hits his, um, honks his horn and it's got like a melody to it. And then he whips out this black and white Nokia brick that has like one of those ringtones, like the really grainy ones. And he plays it, and the guy says respect and drives off. So, okay. <laughs> we've come a long way in the phone business. Better than the Jason Momoa commercial. <laughs> uh, Depends who you ask. That's true. That's true. I'm not Nicole. Um, okay. Do, do we know any ghost references that fit? That was that was super creepy. Yeah. The weird love interest looked like a puppet, which somehow like made it even oh, weirder. But let's see, it's a pottery wheel. They do spin the wheel on the prices right. Oh, oh. yes. Rob, now you're thinking like a mass singer producer. Welcome right to the there. wheel world. <laughs> Put it on the wheel. Um Hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's that could fit. I, I feel like, th- so the thing is, is that, you know, the way this works is you get a guess and then everything is sort of confirmation bias that you try yeah. to like force mm-hmm. fit yeah. into your yeah. guess. So that does happen. So, um, you know, next week when we see, or what, three, four days from now when we see the uh, the new clues, we could be completely thinking yeah. something else. You don't but, think it's yeah. for now, Jimmy yeah. Moore? <laughs> <laughs> it's Whoopi Goldberg. Welcome to the Mass Singer. 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 Not the Bernie Bros. Um, on the Bernie first brothers. watch. Yeah. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. On the first watch, I saw. So with the Blackjack scene, they had it go from an AJ to a JA. So I was like, wait, it's Jack Black. No. AJ. No. J.A. Jaw is a jaw rule. So I was like, for like the first watch, I was like, it's jaw rule. And then the singing happened. I was like, jaw rule's not singing. She bangs. <laughs> it was 100%. Could it be William Hung? Ja rule. <laughs> yeah. And that was his this is the perfect spot for William Hung to yeah. come out yeah. of. Yeah. I think William Hung is more famous for she bangs than Ricky Martin. That is probably yeah. true. I don't think, I think that's the first thing I thought of was William Hung when I heard the song go down, not Ricky Martin. So. <laughs> that's who they should have credited. Mm. <laughs> Although, see, like this would be the, but you don't necessarily have to be a good singer to compete on the mass singer. No. So, mm-hmm. you know, this would be the perfect forum for him if he was looking for a comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's looking. <laughs> he's always looking. Uh, but yeah, the song, the, the go-go llama dancers during the performance. <laughs> With the bongos wow. on the hips. Yeah. Did they did they always have bongos the entire time they were performing? I only noticed them midway through the song. Okay, I did too. Yeah. And I was like, they're magic. They just showed up. <laughs> Maybe they were attached to them, but they were behind their back and then they just like kind of like a belt. They flipped it over to the front. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That was weird. Mm. Yeah, I thought uh, this was definitely like if I was going to give if someone was like, Puya, what did you podcast about yesterday at work tomorrow? I would send them a link of this performance. It'd be like, watch this and tell me that you understand what I'm doing. It would probably raise more questions, but it was hilarious. It was ridiculous. Um, it gave us probably what was my favorite part of the whole night, which was that one guy just jamming out in the audience. Um, Liana, that you sent a gif out of, just like vibe and heart to she bangs. Like this is the anthem. Yeah, that guy was one hundred percent rolling. He was just like feeling it. She bang, she bang. <laughs> like, that's crazy. the most anyone's ever enjoyed that performance. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've never gotten a she bangs wand off. <laughs> we will now. <laughs> yeah, truly, really, it's a song that's kind of been lost to history. <laughs> yeah, that guy kind of looks like Adam Scott that's uh, dancing to uh, she bangs on your timeline. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, Laura. maybe it's Adam it's, Scott. It, maybe, maybe it's his brother. Yeah, hopped out of the finale that night to go to the mass singer recording. It's like, ah, uh, the good, the good place is over. What am I gonna do? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this was probably one of the weirder performances of the night. Um, Rob, so Nick Cannon was like, it could be Howard Stern. Um, I know that famously last year or last season, you were like, there's mm-hmm. no way Howard Stern would be on the show. Do you yeah. still maintain the no, same? Howard's- Howard Stern is never going to be on The Masked Singer. One, you know, it, it films in L.A. and he's not going to like go out to L.A. He hates traveling. He was in, in L.A. at one point last year, but I'm pretty sure that was like uh, September. And he's never going to, you know, act goofy in a costume and do this kind of thing. And, and he's super tall. So um, no way Howard is doing The Masked Singer. <laughs> Who is it that thought it was... Uh... Nick, uh, I believe it was Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick Can- that was Nick Cannon's guess. Yeah, I-, I noticed a couple times this episode that Nick Cannon's piping up with some guesses now. Well, he's a producer now. He yeah. thinks he has all yeah. the control. Do what I want. Well, yeah, Nick Cannon and Howard Stern know each other from America's Got Talent, and so oh, yeah, uh, that, I think that Howard Stern likes when they guess him, but he- he's never actually going to be uh, one of the people on the Masked Singer. And if he was, he would be like something uh, like super uh inappropriate would be his costume <laughs> like would it ever pass the censors in the first place i think it's really what we <laughs> i don't know uh, he would be like the eggplant or something <laughs> like that yeah well we have the banana this season mm-hmm. so. true yeah we're getting and the yet. taco so you know we're getting there um <laughs> almost <laughs> my favorite part is when the judges like based on the judges comments you can tell what they think i love it when they try to not insult the person who is performing mm. so they say like well you know you can tell this really isn't your thing but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you really gave it your all <laughs> like oh, okay yeah they really try and co- find a compliment through all the hard times no matter what everyone gets a compliment Mm-hmm. Even if they don't deserve, <laughs> they build it. you up on the mass singer. <laughs> yeah, you really want to just build the confidence of these celebrities. Just stroking that ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are all on the downslope of their career, so exactly. they need it. <laughs> the That's ones true. who need it most. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we dive into the next performer, we're going to take a quick pause and get some words in from some sponsors. And we're back, like the Shamrock Shake in March. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Celiana Rob loves my segues. It's not even March. (laughs) Yeah, which I know, but we're back, like the Shamrock Shake would be in March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, fine. I'm gonna get a McRib and cry about it. (laughs) (laughs) So McLobster is what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where right before we got into Miss Monster, they did plug Shazam, the uh, Jamie Foxx's show Beat Shazam. And they thought it'd be a cute little segment. Like, hey, Jamie Foxx, guess this tune. And then they hit us with a Robin Thicke song from 2003. Had either of you 
A, heard this song and B, seen this music video before. I was so confused about what was going like, wait, we're going to play you a note and then you guess what's going on. I'm like, I'm like, oh, is, is that like Beethoven's fifth? Like what, what is happening right now? Yeah, I had a similar thought process to Rob. I was like, wait, what is going on? Because I also did not recognize it as a Robin Thicke song specifically. Mm -hmm. So it's like I didn't realize Shazam did uh, classical music. (laughs) Well, I also had no idea that this was even a tie in to this Jamie Foxx game show. I did not even know that this is a, a thing that was happening. I don't think we've ever seen it on the show before. So this is brand new to us as well. Yeah. What was that weird? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I didn't, did it, was there a lot of promotion? Uh, I mean, where in the Super Bowl was this getting a lot of hype? The uh, <laughs> the, the new show coming up with Jimmy Fox? Uh, oh, it's been around. This is not new. It's been on TV for, uh, I think, a couple seasons now. Yeah, beat mm. beat Shazam. Yeah, I've never seen it. But I, <laughs> the hit. <laughs> I've only ever seen ads like little Chiron ads on the bottom when other shows are on. Oh my god! Yeah, might <laughs> might be a few episodes short of the fishbowl. I was gonna say that should be a punishment. <laughs> you guys have <laughs> to, to watch. watch Beat Shazam. <laughs> Forget scum. Beat Shazam's yeah, in town. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that was very odd. But Puya, do you remember that like one rando TV show that they had the audience members there? And it was really weird and it was super out of place. Yeah. I didn't really know what was going on. So, yeah, this has happened before. We've gotten like random plugs. This was probably the one that's actually maybe made the most sense. <laughs> we also had when Friday Night Smackdown got moved to Fox last season, we had the Smackdown or the face off or whatever. And they kind of did that where the bottom two had to face off and sing to survive. And they had they called it the Smackdown. And then a feather okay. bowed mic dropped from the top of the, the stage and Nick Cannon got on it like boxing announcer style and did something. So that was a cross promo there. Also, Nick Cannon held a Lego mic today to promote the Lego yeah. show. So they're really cross promoting the hell out of some of these shows on here, I guess. Yeah. Liana, my kids are very excited about Lego Masters. Oh yes, are they gonna are they gonna take notes <laughs> for it? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my my six year old son says that uh, that he would win that show. Oh, he he's would. Call, he's calling his shot. Yes. <laughs> All right. Like he would win now, or he'll win someday. Now. No, he'll no, win now. now. Okay. He's like, uh, he said, I would be uh, the best in the world at that show. Yeah. Love like, I don't even think we even know what the rules are. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you just like you build stuff. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't mean to insult your son's capabilities when it comes to assembling Legos, but I think yeah. this is, you know, pretty top tier stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Leanne, do you have a, a recap coming for Lego Masters? Yes. So I'll plug it now and plug it at the end. But I'm going to be doing a uh, episode one, at least recap. Uh, show with my sister who I'm super excited about she is a huge huge Lego fan knows everything about Legos literally what does that mean I, I, she just she owns so many Legos. Her office, her desk is made out of like big Lego bricks. She oh, sorted mm-hmm. Lego. She has Legos sorted. She's got a whole room just dedicated to Legos. She's built end tables out of Legos. She's built her own sets. She's designed stuff. So you know when it 
if it's between my sister and your son, I'm sure we've got a pretty uh, tight competition on our hands. So when you said Lego fan, you meant Lego super duper fan. Yes, she is yeah. a Lego super duper fan. Uh, okay. She was even she was talking. She was like, "Oh, they, they do speed builds. Maybe I should do some testing speed builds to sort of like figure out what's realistic." And uh, she's super stoked and expert. And I'm excited to have her explain everything that's going on because I'm just there for Will Arnett breaking stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I could be good if there's any sort of like a Lego obstacle course where you have to avoid <laughs> stepping on Legos. I'm very good at that because of the amount of Legos that are on the floor at my house. A Lego endurance challenge where you have to stand on them for long periods of time. Yeah, sort of yeah. like NFL combine of like jumping <laughs> through like the tires. I think that that's uh, the kind of thing I could do. Yeah, maybe that's the elimination round. Like, you know, if you're in the bottom two, you have to compete in the who can w- cross the room without stepping on any Legos competition. Mm-hmm. Also, find the missing Lego <laughs> yes. is also another thing I have to get involved with of uh, dad. I lost this Lego. Can you help me find it? Where did you have it? I don't remember. And then we have to go on a, like finding yeah. the hidden immunity idol. Yeah. What color is it? I don't know. Uh Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so, well, well, yeah, so it comes, so that's a, well, actually, so the massing case, okay, so the next episode of the mass singer is going to be on uh, Wednesday and the Lego show is actually going to premiere right after. So then the next two podcasts, Puya and I, and then my sister and I will be coming out in rapid succession after that. So, hooray. Boom. Amazing. All right. So then on that note, Lego to the next performer, Liana, we've got Miss Monster. You love the monster. How did you feel about Miss Monster? Oh, I love that Miss Monster came out to Lip Gloss by Lil Mama, which is a great <laughs> song. Banger. Um, I didn't get a whole lot from the Clue package. I think I actually got more from the performance um, because the Clue package was, you know, fur spray, a key with fun on it. Started off as a shy little monster. The number 10 seems to be significant, and I'm not exactly mm. sure how to tie that in yet, but that was the number on the locker. Mm-hmm. Um, and loves... Uh, the monster slash someone who's friends with T-Pain potentially um, could yeah. be who we're looking at. Uh, but for me, it was from the performance. I think it's somebody who like Jamie Foxx says is a queen. So mm. I think we're, we're looking at sort of our Patty LaBelle um, or our Gladys Knight type performer of the season in Miss Monster. Yeah. I think this is the new archetype that is forming is the, uh, the queen that, probably is forgotten but shouldn't be and we're reminded of their greatness mm-hmm. this is probably one of my weaker um to be honest weaker uh genres of people as uh, far as knowing them uh, because i'm not very well versed in uh, the music but so i noticed these little like crystals on the ba- in the bathroom next to the hairspray and i'm like oh they could be like chakra stones and then I Googled that and I'm like, they got Shakira. <laughs> Shakira. Exactly. Shakira fresh off the Super Bowl is on what the a night singer. for Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Chakra, Chakra. What? Okay. So then I was like, wait, Shaka Khan. So I did some looking around to see if there's anything that links there. Liana, the one thing that I also focused on was the number 10 being significant. She's mm-hmm. won 10 Grammys. Does that, can that be the connective? Tissue? That is the biggest reach on the face of the planet and I hate you so much because she was on my short list I hate you (laughs) that's not fair I like thought okay I was like okay Diana Ross one of the pointer sisters that's still alive Shaka Khan Valerie Simpson I don't know someone there and you got it from 
which they didn't even look like chakra stones. I literally have a chakra <laughs> necklace. They didn't look like chakra stones. I what do you even what? When I thought you said crystals, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with goop. Yeah, it's <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Is it Gwyneth? She needs it. Is it Gwyneth she Paltrow? needs the publicity. Why? Th- this is the most mad I've ever heard, Liana. <laughs> yeah, it, Liana likes to get mad at me on uh, on the Mass Singer wrap up um, <laughs> because that doesn't make sense. I Slumdog Millionaire did it worked. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I. Yeah. That's how I felt on one of the Mass Survivor uh, guesses. It was a very much like a Slumdog Millionaire type situation. So okay, I guess okay. I could see it from that perspective. Well, for for which animal? <laughs> for the prawn. The prawn. Yeah. Okay. I can explain later. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. She's also performed the Super Bowl t- uh, half show halftime show mm. in 1999. Mm. Chakra Khan. Chakra Khan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, any connection to uh, the original monster T Pain? <gasps> oh my God. What? I just made a connection. Uh, the key that had fun on it is funky, and she's the queen of funk. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Um, that, okay. And that doesn't have anything to do with T Pain. But I, I don't know. They could be friends. Let's see. Where is I think Shaka they've done Khan a song from? together. Maybe. Let's see. What about anything with a locker? Uh, I thought that was weird that, that you know, she has a crush on the monster. Uh, hang, hang, pictures hang up in her locker. School. I think is, it, is there am I reading too much into the, I, like I'm barking up the wrong tree? Well, I think into the school stuff because they all seem to be school themed. Yeah, like, like the white Gronk tiger. was yeah, like Gronk was shoving the guys out of the way at school. The turtle was running on the track. Mm-hmm. Um so I think they're all just school related for some reason. Mm. <laughs> Except for the llamas, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> Leon, what is Shaka Khan's biggest hit? Shaka Khan's biggest hit. Um, let's see. I mean, probably I feel with you. Probably mm. I would say like stands out because I think that album went platinum. I mm-hmm. think. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's known as the queen of funk, so I think it's probably like mm-hmm. I mean, she's like continuously performing. Um, yeah. What about I'm Every Woman? Uh. The woman I I'm every woman that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not super familiar with a lot of Shaka. I mean, I know like I have a handful of Shaka Khan stuff, but I can't say like I'm a huge super fan. Though I did. That's why I pulled out. I have my short list, and I was so proud of my short list. And then Puya goes and gets from Chakra Stones. Classic Puya. Classic uh, Puya. It's the uh, really uh, you're gonna burn your gravy. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. Just catch me with that Sunday milk. I must have had a shamrock shake because I got the look of the Irish. <laughs> it was good. Oh, I'm sorry, Liana. Was that the one that you felt good about? Well, no, I felt good about Gronk, guys. <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't <laughs> was any revealing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, and you know, so I, I mean, I thought I thought the performance was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, she's definitely going to move on, probably out of this group. I have to imagine. Like, I'm looking at the front runners. It's probably Turtle and Miss Monster. Um, the weird yeah. eyeball dancers in the background, though, were kind of creepy. 
So yeah. wasn't crazy about that. But otherwise, overall, a lot of fun. Mm. I also thought that there was something in, in the clue package about that. She was going to do something uh, with fire. Was she <laughs> one of the <laughs> that word? advertised yeah. fire fest people? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, she said it was fire. 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 Yeah. 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 Huh. You still love me know. without knowing my name. Is that a thing? That was also cool. And then Darlin. I like that the Darlin just, uh, who said Dolly Parton? Was it Ken Jong? Of course. It was oh Ken my Jung. God. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are we all on the same page that T-Pain did not come back to be in the monster and they just got an intern <laughs> to do it? Cause I'm telling yeah, no you, way. T-Pain yeah. would not do jazz hands. That is not a T-Pain move at well, all. The whole thing about Mass Singer, is this a new thing in season three when they superimpose, uh, celebrities' faces on, uh, no, like, I feel like that, brand that should not be legal. Brand yeah, they new. did that a lot. That was weird. That's definitely new. I don't know. Uh, I feel like other shows should do this of just like, uh, like say, like, hey, oh, we've got a celebrity in the in this costume here. <laughs> Is it this person? Oh, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, it just it seems like very much like blatantly false advertising. That just it reminds me of like really bad police work where we're just going to like really crappily Photoshop ahead or like zoom in and enhance or something. For some reason, it's like in that vein. It's like really bad technology. Um, but yeah, normally they just like show mm-hmm. the pictures at the end. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to start doing this to promote the podcast. I'm just going to have like uh, some quote of like uh, Rob has a podcast is the greatest podcast of all time anonymous oh who said it is it was it was it the rock could it could it be was it what was it barack obama was it shut up tim who knows we'll never know could be though (laughs) what a mount rushmore you put together there love it one of these things is not like the other (laughs) yeah the the rock is not as good as the other two (laughs) love you tim yeah, so I, I thought this was good. Liana, my biggest concern with Miss Monster, this is going to go down the same path as the bee, the same path as the flower, where Monster is going to do really well, make it really far, and then just have one bad day and leave and disappear. I, I still think the flower threw it. Okay, I'm still on that conspiracy theory. I mean, the theory. leopard killed it. That's where, that's where and- we... What yeah. we disagree, uh, and the B made it to what like final three, so yeah, yeah, I'm just I think it should be fine. I think it should be fine. I think with this group, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but you can kind of see like the tears sort of start to fall out here. Um, and yeah. so I think the monster will be fine, yeah, Miss Monster to you, yes, and you can tell that she's a female because she's pink and she has eyelashes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's a queen. She's a queen. She's a crown. And the queen stays queen. Adios. Sandra watches the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. that. She tweeted about it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What was the Sandra tweet? Uh something about Lil Wayne. Right? Yeah. It's like me and my husband knew it was Spoiler you. Spoiler alert. And then there was no hashtag, but she kind of hashtagged what was it, the robot mask? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is this good endorsement for this show, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) I really felt something. You know, it's not like I have no heart. It's not like I'm a robot, which is this next performer that came out to Mr. Roboto by Styx. So did we all come in thinking it's Taryn Armstrong or was that just a solo (laughs) thought? 
<laughs> the wind-up robot. Who's t- no wonder we haven't heard a Terran show in a while. It's been He's a minute. busy mm-hmm. filming. Yeah. 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 Wasn't he out in LA recently, Rob? You would have seen him. So I think that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I thought I'm so confused now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, just because there's a robot doesn't mean everyone has to butcher the robot dance in the audience. That was the w- sore sight of just everyone doing a horrible rendition of the robot all like 20 minutes there. I liked it. <laughs> it made me feel better about my own robot. It's <laughs> like, yes, I fit in with these other untalented people. <laughs> I felt insulted because I, I i'd like to think i do a robot well sure well. good for you <laughs> yeah just uh, well post it and up it on youtube <laughs> yeah everybody's really nice online <laughs> we want to see it <laughs> i wish i wish i could put it out there and get like the jordan kalish treatment but i don't think that's gonna happen so. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Liana, how did you feel about? I know um, in the preseason you had mentioned you didn't quite like this costume. Did you? Did you? Did you feel the same way looking at oh, this? Oh, the costume. Yeah, well, because the AU version had a robot costume that was super cool because it had these extendy arms where the arms would like during one of the performances, this the dancers came up and like grabbed the arms and they had really long like wavy arms. And it was real cool. Um, and this one was more like a toy robot, so. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> but I don't know. It's fine. I didn't notice I had the wind up gear until the performance mm-hmm. started. So that was a nice touch. Oh, who said yeah. who said like what type of batteries does it take? And I was like, it doesn't take batteries. It's wind up. <laughs> it's, <a robot>. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a person in a costume, so mm-hmm. <laughs> there's also that. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, like a claw hand you... also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very odd. Odd. And like, I mean, it looked like the arms were meant to extend out, but they didn't, which was disappointing. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, but Rob, did you feel strongly about who this could be through the clue package? Well, Puya, it's a great, great question. Uh, <laughs> that I mean, pretty much uh, that I can identify Lil Wayne at any point. That uh, Lil Wayne is is not not getting past me. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, what gave yep. it away? Oh, every okay. uh, everything. <laughs> Much like Sandra, who all, her and her hubby both knew instantly that was Lil Wayne. Uh, that was that was like right right there that I was like, uh, oh please, could you make it any easier, Lil Wayne, <laughs> Grammy winning rapper, <laughs> record executive, and and more. <laughs> For me, my moment was like, is the robot stoned? <laughs> was when I thought it might it might be Lil Wayne. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, robot! Yeah. Uh, Liana, did the periodic table uh, give you any insight to Lil Wayne? <laughs> actually more intrigued by the scientists playing with the like ambulance and the skateboard and stuff and they're crashing them into each other that's definitely Mm -hmm. what we do in lab and all of the just sort of assorted bottles and things like that um, Mm -hmm. makes me feel right at home playing video games those sorts of things Uh, so yes very accurate science for sure (laughs) yeah yeah I um didn't get that it was Lil Wayne from the clue package but it was in the middle of the performance once he goes to do the chorus and he's like, and are you going to go, man? I was like, that's Lil Wayne. I, <laughs> oh, that's I, I can spot that from anywhere. 
because I don't like Lil Wayne. Everyone puts him in the discussion for like one of the best rappers. I always disagreed and I always retorted by doing that. And when Lil Wayne gets on the mic and then, and then I'm like, okay, this is Lil Wayne. Now we know who it is. Um, but I gotta say, I didn't think it was the worst of the performances of the night. So I was kind of surprised that Lil Wayne ended up getting the axe. Obviously we talked about the whole, like, could it be the, uh, the mooch, uh, conundrum mm-hmm. or the mooch thing? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I was very surprised that Lil Wayne agreed to do this. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited, Puya, for your future discussions with all the Lil Wayne fans I'm sure you interact with when they're yeah. like, yeah, he's so great, blah, blah, blah. And you can be like, yeah, but he went home first on the mass Singer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know. Look, just because you do bad on the mass Singer, does that does not invalidate his previous accomplishments? Let's see. Who went out Important first to remember. last season? Uh, oh, Johnny Weir, and then Antonio Brown the season before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, the good crew to be with. So <laughs> now Rushmore. Crew. Like, what did those? Yeah. What did these three people have in common? <laughs> One of them was unfortunate group. to be in the bottom. Uh, in uh, mm-hmm. the egg, we will not forget the egg. Our yeah. Egg. Um. Can you help explain some of these clues that um, may have also uh, led people like Sandra to know it was Wheezy Puya? Yes. So the skateboard um, Wheezy F Baby um, used to be big on skateboarding, which people gave him flack for. There's actually good gifts of him, like just um, uh, falling off skateboards all the time. That's the th- that's one thing he mentioned that the periodic table was him going platinum. Which I thought, okay, cool. And then the, uh, what's it called? The other one was Stunted My Potential. He is of shorter stature. So then mm-hmm. that's the connection there. And then the fire truck was his, uh, his well known song, Fireman. Or was it? Yeah. Fi- was it Fireman? It was Fire something. Um, so there, then we got that. Um, Fireman. Yeah. 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 So that's where that came up. Um, as far as Lil Wayne went. But again, it all goes back to his voice just being so distinct. And yeah, we got Lil Wayne on The Masked Singer. Hmm. First out. I was very excited to get on here and be like, I know who that is. But then it happened. So now everyone knows who that is. <laughs> well, you know, and a lot of people knew who it was. Sandra yeah. included. Sandra. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had no idea that Sandra was such a, a big Lil Wayne fan. Uh, Liana, do you think that Puya and Sandra are going to be ops now? I think so. I think, uh, you know, get into your own David Boreanaz type rivalry, Puya. I think this is really <laughs> where all the little Wayne fans will come after you, including Sandra. <laughs> Unlike <laughs> you, I don't think I can handle the smoke. I, I don't need it. I don't. It's not going to end well for me. I'll get adios and I don't want to get adios. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, I'm good in this little bubble of Sandra's very forgiving, Puya. Don't oh, worry about it. She, yeah, okay. very. And very she's going to overlook any any perceived slight. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always right. looks fully into the situation to make sure she really understands too. I hear so. <laughs> and Sandra, on the off chance that you are listening, we're all big fans. <laughs> good luck yes. this week. Yes. Yes. Um. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a surprise. I don't know if you checked this out. Oh. So on the YouTube videos, so the Mass Singer has a YouTube page, which famously is geoblocked in Canada for whatever reason. So I fired up my VPN and I dove in just to like get a, I wanted to look at the videos again, um, the, the performances again. And they did a thing where they did an exit interview with Lil Wayne. 
And he, it was like about three minutes and he talks about little experiences, like how he felt being under the mask and what he did it for his kids and stuff like that. They asked him who his favorite guest that he got from the judges was. And he said his favorite was from Ken, which we didn't get on the show. And Ken Jong, this man listened to this Lenny Kravitz performance, saw all the clues and said, it's Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> mm. There was a periodic table. There were Albert Einstein guitarists in the performance. Mm-hmm. That's so wrong. He's yeah. he's really he's really tall, Bill Nye the Science Guy. He's also a jerk. So is he? Yeah, he, Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy. He gave the commencement speech at my university. Uh, oh. he, and yeah, he's a real jerk. And like the people that met him all thought he was a jerk. So sorry to ruin anyone's childhood, but wow, kind right. of a jerk. Well, Bill Nye so he's, canceled he's not fun enough to do the mass singer. <laughs> I think you're talking about Ken Jong for a second because oh. when Dominic was watching the show, I guess because uh, Dr. Ken always like stands up and yells yes. his guesses. Yep. Dominic said, Dad, I think I think that guy is the bad guy. He's he's always yelling. <laughs> he's the villain. He's the he's villain, the, villain. the mass singer. Yeah. We and certainly when think you're so. Going up against uh yeah, Robin Thicke and Jenny McCartney, I think that the villain of the mass singer, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It's like three villains and a hero. <laughs> Who's the <laughs> hero? Nicole just sitting there on her own. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think she's the hero. I still don't understand how this is the panel of four people that they chose. <laughs> three seasons in. I don't I don't get it. And I Ken John got his extra stint because he's a judge on the Mass Singer UK. Yeah, I, I just I have to believe it was like a random list of names and they threw a dart and those <laughs> are the people that it hit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who who makes this choice, but here we are three seasons later. Leon, who would be your ideal judging panel? Ooh, yeah, that's, that's actually question. that's a good question. Let me think about it because it's got to be people who are sort of in that same level, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be too yeah. famous. Uh, who's judging American Idol these days? Oh, what, American is that even around? Idol Richie? <laughs> yeah, okay. So maybe maybe we can't aim much higher than. Uh, <laughs> I mean, give me Jamie Fox. Well, yeah, well, don't ask. The, yeah, <laughs> the guest judges have all been much better. Like, if oh, we yeah. could get who was great, T Pain was fun. He he would like come in as a guest. Joel McHale was fun. Mm. Um, Triumph the insult, Anthony puppet. Anderson. Uh, Triumph the insult. Okay, Triumph the insult, comic dog. <laughs> yeah, Triumph would be actually really good on the panel. Yeah, he was a guest in the past. Well, this past Last season. season. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So he would be great. I think. Um. I don't know. I'll I'll keep thinking. I'll keep thinking. Okay. Yeah, I would. Um, <laughs> What's Shakira up to? <laughs> she owes a bunch of money in tax fraud, right? So she's probably looking to make some more money. Um, Whoa, we're just looking for controversy. Yeah, Leon, with, with all the problems that Shakira and J Lo have today, that you have to come in and pile on. <laughs> that's very. That's talk, true. Talk about their taxes. <laughs> and nothing's more riveting than taxes. <laughs> What about Randy Jackson? He's due for a come up. What's he up to? I don't know, but I would love if he got on and he's like, "Yeah, it's a yes from me, Turtle. It's a no from me, Miss Monster." Yeah. yeah. If there literally is a dog, they're like, "Yo, dog," uh, yeah. that'd be great. I would love that. Also, if there ever is a dog, it better be Snoop Dogg because that would be mm. good marketing. 
And Snoop Dogg's like, he's done everything at this point. I feel like he does you like nothing's beneath him anymore. So just Yeah, but you would know instantly it was mm-hmm. him. Like I don't think that he's gonna be able to <laughs> <laughs> trick one person. I think Dominic would be dad, that's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even Dominic would figure it out. Snoop Dogg's um, on cameos on the Ryan Toy Show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. I could see that. Mm. All right. Well, we've hopped around a little bit. Let's hop into the last performer. It's the kangaroo. Kangaroo's got a pouch and kangaroo comes in bouncing all over the stage. And Rob, if there's one thing I've learned podcasting with Liana this last season, when a performer can jump around, Liana loves that. So Liana, how did you feel about the kangaroo? I like it when they get excited. Yeah. (laughs) Like if they're having fun, I'm having fun. Um, It's a good rule. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the kangaroo uh, came out to Demi Lovato's Confident, another song I love. So those two intros for the kangaroo and Miss Monster were perfect. Um, This one, I have no idea who this person is. So they're kind of tall, maybe (laughs) somehow related to Australia. Um, the the deep stuff on this package was really interesting. Lost a person and held her family together and by her own admission in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. That was mm. very exciting and dramatic. And I don't know what it means. Um, also, there was the Grammy, but it was like a gramophone. Like it wasn't an actual Grammy in the tree. Mm. And then she was playing jump rope over Ivy. Those were all the things I wrote down. I don't know what any of it means yet. Yeah. This is the one I'm also most uh, lost on. I do have a similar to Chakra that I got to, but I'm terrified to explain it because I think I don't want you to get mad at me again. Well, I don't have a short list this time. So, <laughs> okay. so I'm OK. So I got all this. I'm telling you, I watched this clue package more than nine times. Ten nine times. Nine times. Yeah, it was too much. I just couldn't piece anything. It's like Survivor, Australian Alpha. I'm like, it's not a Survivor. Survivor, like a not. It's a Elizabeth Hasselback. <laughs> yeah, is she? Would she, Rob? Too. Would you say she's valid to be on the Masked Singer now, or is she also still too popular? I just feel like she's no fun and wouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think she's probably famous enough to, yeah. to do it. She certainly is on uh, the back nine of the parabola, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I, I think that they would have her, but uh, I don't think, I mean, as far as I know that there has been, you know, no, nothing in the Hasselbeck uh, Falarski family that we know of recently that any sort of issues, it's not like, uh, you know, uh, Tim Hasselbeck has been fired off of uh, fantasy focus uh, or anything like that. So I don't think that there's any sort of an issue there. Yeah. So I was like, it can't be anyone there. And then I was like, okay. And I don't think it's someone Australian. I think this is a classic red herring that they want us to look, you know, down under and try and figure it out. Christy Bennett. No, not Christy Bennett. It's not (laughs) Kylie Minogue. It's not, um, Who's the other one? It's not Iggy Azalea. Okay, it, it's not Iggy Azalea. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was a guest judge on the Mass Singer AU. Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Yeah, she was horrible. <laughs> it was real funny. It was really great. The best thing was watching her react to all of the revealed Australian celebrities like she knew who they, wa- they were. <laughs> she was like, yay! She can't sing like that. Even though she has had an album that I've listened to before, she can't sing like that. And like, it was just, so for me, the one I focused on was found myself in the spotlight for the wrong reason. So what I did 
which was a very dark way to spend my afternoon. I Googled celebrity controversies 2019 to try and get to the bottom of who are these people that, yeah, who are these people? So, and like the one I thought of immediately without Googling was, um, is aunt Becky's daughter doing anything right now? Could she be on the show? Um, because of all the, you know, the, the scandals there. Uh, I don't think it's her. I couldn't even find her name. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's Lori Laughlin's daughter. <laughs> yeah, so we're good on that. Um, there is a couple of, on the a couple articles that I looked at, there's a couple Kardashian stuff that's in there. Um, mm-hmm. Khloe Kardashian got into this big beef with her like best friend or something beca- over an NBA player that she was dating that cheated on her uh, with her best friend, whose name is Jordan Woods. Um, I don't know anything about either of them. I tried to look up Jordan Woods, couldn't even find a wiki page. Her name, her last name is Woods, and this was filmed in what could be described as mm. a wood. Um, so that's maybe like the closest connection. But Leon, I'm with you. I literally have no idea who it could be. Okay. Um, the jump rope was a thing that I wrote down. Silver shoes, the silver shoes stomped twice. I'm telling you, my notes are way too like particular because I watched it ten times and I still don't really have a clear answer. <laughs> you try too hard, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, you next week get to get on the BNB and give us fun. This is all I got. I got to like be the king of this domain. You know, I got to try. You like, ride that parabola. Yeah. All the way to the top of the arch. I'm going. Hmm. Yeah. Also, when the paparazzi were taking pictures, they snapped their fingers. So I was like, snapshot. Is that a connection? Yeah. And then RuPaul's hmm. the only person with the song snapshot. It's like, it's not RuPaul. So again, I lost the thread there. Yeah. Is it Meghan Markle? Yeah. Hmm. Talking about people that are on the uh, too famous pile. I mean, she did just get like (laughs) disavowed. Uh, Maybe she's trying to make that coin. She's just a normie now. (laughs) One of us. Yeah. You know what? The Massinger UK, maybe they rejected her. So she straight up left. She was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go. I'm out. I'm out. out." Yeah. Yeah. Liana, do you think that Austra- this is an Australian person? Uh, I don't think so. So we've had people that have had connections. So, for example, we had somebody who had lived in England for a while mm. and they Last referenced year. England a lot. And so, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's someone who's British. It's someone who's British. But it was just a U.S. someone from the United States who had lived there for a while. So my assumption is, is that there's probably some connection, but I don't think it's somebody who is an Aussie. But you never know. Hmm. Yeah. Also, the outback sign, the U was like missing. So the U was like faded and the rest of the letters were the same. So it's like, is outback a thing? Is the U supposed to be something? And then yeah. the, the traffic sign was like winding down. I'm like, is it winding down with you? Did anyone have a song like that? I tried really hard. I'm very hard. I can't I can't put my finger on this one. I don't know. <laughs> what hmm. is outback? I don't know, but I Googled it and it took me to Outback Steakhouse. So I don't think it's anything. Yeah. Yeah. Another one of Sandra's favorites that's in this show. It's all connected. Got to DM Sandra. Be like, hey, you got to know who this is. Yeah. If you knew Lil Wayne, you got to know who the kangaroo is. Tell us. Yeah. Please give us your wisdom. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got it. No, I was going to say that they also lost somebody uh, recently. So uh, it has to be somebody that we would know that they uh, suffered a loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The other one that I 
did a deep research into until I realized that she was 5'3 and would not be the tall kangaroo with Shannon Doherty because Luke Perry passed away last year and Shannon Doherty's battled with um, cancer as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it could be her. So I was like feeling really good about that until I realized um, she's 5'3 and therefore can't be the kangaroo unless it, she's on stilts or something. So you never know. Mm. I think they said that they were going to try to do that, but yeah, that they would lied be a very us. significant height difference. Yeah. So it's big stilts. Like she would have to learn how to do choreography and use stilts. Big old stilts. It's too much work for the mass singer. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, but she was a strong singer. Performance of the night Whoever for me. It is. I you loved it. Was it. the best performance of the night? I I really loved singing in front of the mirrors. I thought that was class. I loved that. The voice was great. And the thing that bothered me was like I really feel like I know this voice. That's why I tried really hard to figure it out, but I couldn't. Um, so they did dancing on my own, which is a song by Robin, but this was the Callum Scott version who Callum Scott is uh, someone I got to know from watching Britain's Got Talent. He uh, did this rendition there and earned himself a golden buzzer from Simon Cowell. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So this was very good. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was the stronger, probably either first or second strongest vocal performance of the night. And I think this is someone we're going to see make it out of these uh, couple rounds in the first three episodes and be fine. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm stumped. I'm stumped to try to think of somebody who has a famous relative that they lost. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I tried to think of it in like different ways of like, did they lose someone or did like, so that's why I thought it could be Lori Long. Cause I'm like, well, they lost her to jail time. So like, maybe that's a loss. <laughs> like, like I'm trying to like stretch it to figure out if it's like some kind of tricky way of saying a thing, but I don't think so. And I couldn't figure it out. Hmm. The visual clues also are usually the most important um, mm. because we we know that sometimes they can like do new recordings, but the video stuff is usually the same. So that's why it was weird that it was the Grammy, but it was a gramophone like it wasn't actually it was like, but it looked like a Grammy. So but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like somebody who's been nominated, yeah. but doesn't have a Grammy or something. Or why was it up in the tree? I don't know. All of that could be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that um, the kangaroo says, I have to fight for my family uh, and show them that bullies never win. So if they have a relative that they lost that we would know about and fight for my family, it has to be somebody that comes from uh, a famous family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a, like a type of royalty family. Like last year, I thought someone was Ashley Simpson. So that kind of family where like mm-hmm. at least like a couple of them are famous, maybe like a Paris Hilton. Like a Jackson or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's sound. I uh, once we get more secrets out of the pouch um, in episode two, we'll probably get closer to figuring out who this could be. But uh, the kangaroo really keeping it all in the pouch. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I like the kangaroo cheer motion for the what kangaroo. Was it? it was like you put it's like T-Rex arms kind of. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> that's confusing considering we're going to get a T-Rex eventually. Yeah, but maybe but this one, it's like they're down, you know, it's like hopping like a kangaroo. So the hands are sort of facing down. Like they're, mm. Whereas the T-Rex will be like trying to grab stuff and you just can't reach it. Yeah. I'm just going to tweet to Sandra and see if she has the answer. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. All right. Yeah. Good. Rob's the okay. uh, Rob's our connect. We'll our plug. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll respond. Uh, but who was the kangaroo? <laughs> this is the type of detective work that really gets it done. Yeah, yeah we'll see if Sandra can answer and, and let us know. 
Yeah, hopefully <laughs> by the end of this, maybe we'll know. Uh, maybe we'll be left yeah. yearning. Do you think for that more. Sandra is just campaigning for the uh, uh, Lil Wayne money at the Survivor finale? <laughs> Lil Wayne's like, yeah, I really <laughs> like uh, Sandra. The queen stays queen. Yeah, a million for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's how we're gonna get that's how we're gonna end edge of extinction <laughs> <laughs> could it be Wayne sia? Gets on? <laughs> yeah it's sia yeah she already wears a mask though you know hmm. the hair coming down so the ultimate mask singer oh, is she australian oh, you know what would be so funny is if they reveal the mask and it's sia but sia has the hair down in front of her face when they reveal the mask wait is it that a yeah. sia great. lookalike or sia yeah, I mean, Sia, um, she does like to go to that same lot to go to the Survivor finales. Uh, she is Australian, right? She is Australian. I think so, yeah. yeah. She ha- doesn't <laughs> like bullying. That's oh true. Oh my God, what if it's Sia? <laughs> I, I could not. Oh my God. Did she, did <laughs> she have a loss in her family? Um, I, she goes into see. the Survivor finale and gives money to <laughs> random survivors. She's not yeah. about being on the Mask Survivor or Mask Singer. <laughs> Could have got her for the Mask Survivor, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Kirsten should have tried. <laughs> if only uh, she's five foot five, though, so that would be the only thing. Just a little on the yeah. short side. Oh. But. I mean, if but anyone was going to the costume, maybe have a face in it, like the llama. Yeah, that's possible. And she could be up on lifts too, which would add mm-hmm. a couple inches. So maybe like between that, I could give and her she the height. The, the yeah, I noticed Grammy. the kangaroo had like a little yeah. bit of like a breathing hole underneath the chin. So it could be like that's how tall the person is. And they mm-hmm. said that the kangaroo was a really good singer. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Let's here see. for this. So she's done songs for Pitch Perfect, San Andreas, Zootopia, and let's see, are there any of these Fifty Shades? Do we get any Fifty Shades vibes in the clues? Probably not. Uh, Doolittle. Um, she is a kangaroo. <laughs> well, she's Australian, too. So, you know, yeah. there's that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah. Charming. Hmm. Yeah, the Twilight okay. Saga. I'm not getting I like Sia. I think, I think I lock it in. For, lock it in for three points. Lock, for three, we're locking Sia. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to see uh, per, personal life uh, if she has any sort of uh, recent issue. Um, hmm. Nothing that we uh, know about. Uh, Mark the chicken, maybe. <laughs> Somebody that held her family together. <laughs> or Mark the chicken. <laughs> Did you know she has a tattoo on her hand that reads whatever, dude? <laughs> whatever, yeah, nice. dude. Was that because of Reem? <laughs> like Did you give Reem any money if she... Uh... That's true. It's, it's, uh, it's like I, tri- I gave you tribute in a different way. Trust me. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Speaking of tattoos. So one of the... I don't it's know fine. what you want to oh call it. Oh, my God. It, yeah. Like descriptors of the season is that there's 160 tattoos. Lil mm-hmm. Wayne accounts for 152 <laughs> of yeah. all of those tattoos. So we're just going to go ahead and rule that out. The Gronk share of the Super Bowls yes. for yeah. Lil Wayne and the tattoos. Yes. Oh, but, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Hmm. Oh, my God. But who? who uh, uh, so for the final. Wait, are we done with the kangaroo? It's Sia, right? We all know. Yeah, it's I think Sia. so. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Sia for three. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, For the final guesses for the robot, Ken's being Flavor Flav. In what universe? I, I loved it because it was somehow the closest. 
I think, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, do you think is Flavor Flavor Stevo closer? Yeah, I think Stevo. Outside of the Stevo, kind of has a similar like gremlin-y voice like Lil Wayne does. So <laughs> vocally, they're about like you know on par. But then Flavor Flav's got that like rap involved. So if they were going for like a hip hop artist that way, um, I feel like Flavor Flav was still such a reach, but also very gettable. Very gettable. Yeah, yeah. all yeah, their he's guesses right were on gettable. that level. Right yeah, on that once level. you've done this a real yeah. life, you know. Except for Floyd Mayweather, I think Johnny, Steve O, Sean White, Flip, Flip, we could see any of them next season or this yeah. season, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. We, that's right. We still have what? How many? Twelve. Masked? We still have twelve <laughs> people. So yeah, I think that the rule on the mass singer is, you know, um, could you go on cameo dot com and probably find this person? If the answer is yes, then they are a candidate for the mass singer. Yeah. I think that's how they do their casting, actually. Cameo. <laughs> yeah, just scrolling yeah. through. I like to think. Like, <laughs> yeah, just scrolling through on their phone. <laughs> yeah, the query on Cameo is like, uh, whose Cameo is between 50 and $100? <laughs> that's like the range for the mass Singer. Like 250 <laughs> eh, too pricey. Yeah. Too now nah, we probably can't get them. One twenty uh, tops. What's uh, what's Tay's on days? Uh, yeah. Cameo oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, Flavor Flav is actually two fifty on cameos. They probably couldn't <laughs> oh. get them uh, outside yeah. of the price range. Yeah, outside of yeah. the range. It's too Sorry, bad. Yeah. So I think they 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 couldn't get him. Carson Cressley seventy five dollars. Okay, oh. they'd be uh, on the lookout go. for him in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you yeah. sort? Ba- oh, yeah, you can base sort based on price. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Let's go get that range of people and we're good to go. Get that list right. for next week. Yeah. Right in there. Right in there. Is it Johnny Damon? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, could it be? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Dr. Drew's on here. He was on last season. He was. He how was. Much, how much does he go for uh, on the Dr. cameo? Dr. He's one ninety eight. Ah, oh, okay. What, All right. Really? Oh, hey, Tori Spelling, two hundred dollars. She was on cameo. Okay, so maybe like so, two hundred yeah. to three hundred yeah. is the, the yeah. Base get, we'll go up to three hundred for season three. <laughs> Show really the break the bank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> break the bank. <laughs> let's see yeah oh yeah this is like perfectly the range of people that you would definitely <laughs> see i love this <laughs> this is how they cast the show they bring up cameo and they just scroll down the page and then see, oh uh, yes yes oh my god rob tommy chong was on he's 150 dollars. <laughs> pineapple yeah oh my go. god hey, i love this freddie prince jr 150 that's Ooh. a good one they should get him yeah. yeah that would be a good one <laughs> yeah joey okay, fatone was he he was a guy or a guy right uh was joey fatone yeah joey fatone chris daughtry's on here he was there um mm-hmm. wait joey fatone was on celebrity big brother not mass singer no he was uh, i don't think so no he was no he oh was, i'm uh, thinking of joey what's his face uh bathroom boy lawrence lawrence yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad my bad <laughs> uh wait who's the the food guy puya that you thought was gonna be the, yeah. Oh, the, uh, Joey Chestnut is yeah, going to be Joe. Taco. Is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they were like hot dogs too close on the nose. Go for Taco. No one would guess twice. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Chuck Liddell, one twenty-five. They could get him too. Oh yeah, he was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The first season. He'd, he'd be the perfect first one out of Group C. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Put that in pencil. Um, Chuck Liddell is going to be, let's see, who's on group C? He could be, he could be T-Rex, you know, mm-hmm. kind of same IQ. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. Or Rhino. Yeah. It could be Rhino. Rhino. Yeah. yeah. From Survivor? Uh, no, no. <laughs> rhino is Rhino. <laughs> rhino is, it's too on the nose. It's like when everyone thought the fox was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so Rob, worried about Charlie Day. Also, I think he's going to be on next season. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> oh, Ryan Lochte's only a hundred dollars. Oh, Scaramucci's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Get a cameo from right now. Be like, hey, uh, did you uh, did you talk to Lil Wayne? Get him to do this. Uh, like, hey, my contract was really. Who good. is the kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> These are the things we need answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so low no wind. word from Sandra yet. Mm. Okay. Well, I hope I hope he gets back to us. Um, so <laughs> we can tackle some couple questions we got that we haven't really touched on yet. Uh, we can uh, go through here. Um, let's see. So this question was uh, from Sarah West. She said, "Do you and Liana think that the judges will still guess Jamie Fox for mass celebrities that don't perform tonight?" And Liana, I'm going to let you answer first. Yeah, probably. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Next uh, next group. They're going to be trying to throw us off by being a guest judge. (laughs) That conniving fox. (laughs) Can we just go back to the Donnie Wahlberg thing that, Leona, do you think that the show is above having Jenny McCarthy's husband be on the show and then have her guess who it was? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I could definitely see him on the show. I think if Mariah Carey wasn't of st- the stature that she is, they would have done that in the second season to mess with Nick Cannon. Like Justice group to Nick mess Cannon. with him. Yeah, <laughs> since they're no longer together, I would have totally seen that go down. But it will not because she's probably like too big for them. Um, so I would mm-hmm. totally see Donnie Wahlberg being there. I could. That would. Yeah, sign mm-hmm. me up for that. Mm-hmm. That. Could hmm. Um. Yeah, they're probably gonna guess Jamie Foxx again. Honestly, if they do have Jamie Foxx on, and this was them. to trying to throw the judges off i'd be into it um but also jamie fox is like a contender if he performs in this and i know oh. akiva mentioned rob on the podcast we did uh with the mass survivor that what's jamie fox going to be doing there he's like an oscar winner blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. he's ta- he's doing beat shazam now he's got no. nothing yeah he's going his on. career is uh very far down on the parabola <laughs> yeah yeah. It's been a, a, a long way uh since uh he was in uh Ray. mix for oscar yeah <laughs> it's been a um, minute oh wait nicole did have one other thought on the mass singer of uh, said she had besides donnie Wahlberg, she said what is with that sweater that jamie fox is wearing <laughs> oh yes it was an interesting sartorial choice for sure yeah what he's was peacocking on uh, yeah it was kind of like a busy like cosby sweater yikes <laughs> come on jamie fox it's the wrong time for it man uh, we're not doing those anymore no you should have kept <laughs> no. the mask on yesterday nope yeah <laughs> big mistake from jamie fox <laughs> um so yeah a lot of people wanted to know yeah. about our thoughts on snurdle we've already talked yeah. about it it's an interesting new word i like man yeah. band better personally yeah i did not invent that i cannot I'm, I'm not like a kiva i'm not just gonna take somebody <laughs> else's thing and say i say i'm bringing it back yeah plagiarizing in this economy yeah. rob in Come this on. Economy? <laughs> yeah 
Um, can I ask a, a big picture question and tell me if this is too out there, but do you think that like a, like a canceled celebrity could potentially, you know, uh, this could be their move back into the public eye, like a, like a Matt Lauer or a Louis CK or somebody like that. Could they make like make a run and become like a beloved figure on the mass singer? And then in the reveal, it's like, <gasps> and then that's going to be sort of like the reclamation that, a uh, person not, not a specific person uh any of these celebrities but could that be the way to go for somebody who maybe hollywood has thrown away maybe the masked singer is a way to rehab their image without like let people fall in love with them and say see it was me i'm back hmm. if so antonio brown did it wrong <laughs> she just waited a little around. bit more <laughs> yeah uh, yeah well, i don't know would the producers okay that I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like right now they're doing fine. Maybe a couple years online, the <laughs> ratings aren't good. They're like, listen, like I know that this guy's like canceled, but yeah. he'd be a good get. Listen, we'll yeah. just we'll call him the garbage bag. He'll come in, but like that's honey dicking in the worst way. <laughs> yeah, maybe somebody that's like uh like lower C canceled, who uh not like capital C canceled. Somebody mm. who's like uh, minorly canceled. This could be like uh, their their step back. Like they've been out of the spotlight for a couple of years, and maybe the mass singer is the way to win their way back in. Now is Ken Bone <laughs> in the permanently? <laughs> He's canceled not really canceled. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Cancelish. Canceled adjacent. <laughs> canceled adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Come back as yeah. I wonder what his identity would be. Yeah, like me, like Anthony Weiner. Is he a lower lower C ca- uh, canceled? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I don't remember. Who knows? I mean, it's probably lower canceled. canceled until he yeah. his costumes the hot dog or something, <laughs> and he's got people yelling hot dog all season, <laughs> rooting for him, and then it's revealed to be Anthony Weiner, and we're like, oh, what have we done? Oh no! <laughs> I'm worried for the hand motion. Also, like, it's oh just, no! It's all not great. Not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Okay. Well, we're gonna need a trampoline to jump past that one, but we'll do it. <laughs> and, um, Liana, I got this question a couple times. Did the episode lack the talent of season one and two? A couple people asked about the premieres of one and two being stronger. They felt stronger. Did you feel similarly? So for me, I thought that the Turtles performance was the strongest. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe just because it was after the White Tiger. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But that was the one that really stood out to me. But I think I I think the the Peacock from season one, for example, was just like, whoa. And it was mind blowing. Yeah. And that was the first performance. It was really just out of the gate hitting the ground running. And I didn't really have that feeling from any of the performances. And I don't know if that's because, um, you know, that was just such a shock to the system. And now I'm kind of maybe expecting something higher tier, but at least from what we've seen so far, I don't think there's anybody that is sort of on that, like tip top tier that we see Mm. with some of the competitors from season two, but we still have 12 competitors to go. So yeah, we still have a ways to go. I will. Okay. So this is how I'm going to try and figure this out as well. Rob. So you've watched episode one in its entirety now. Yes. Did this make you if you let's say you didn't have anything to do Wednesday evenings, did this make it more likely for you to consider uh, get hyped up for Lego Masters? Of course, that's exactly what I meant. Um, Yeah. 
Would you be more like, would you be into continuing the show if this was your first experience with it? Would you be like, you know what? I'm a mass Singer guy now. I'm going to be there 8 p.m. every night. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to yell with Ken Jong. Did this entice you? For me, that the mass Singer is not like appointment viewing. That It's mm. like a good, like, uh, I call it like a, like, laundry folding show or oh, yeah. like uh it, like it, it's never going to be a show that is the like the primary thing that i'm doing but if it's sort of like I'm, I'm like cooking dinner and also <laughs> folding laundry like it's a good <laughs> show to also have on like it, it is uh not sort of something that requires more than like 15 or 20 percent of my attention okay that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I mean, I'm answering email <laughs> and also uh, on a treadmill. I think I feel like there's sort of two ways that you can go. It's that, you know, like, oh, OK, because, you know, it doesn't really require that much attention to watch no. the shows, see the performances, all that stuff. Or you can sort of take the Puya route where it's like, I'm going to watch this 10 times and dissect every little thing about it to try to figure out the clues. Yeah, I mean, like. If I wasn't doing this, would I do this? Would I watch it the way I watch it? No, definitely not. I mean, you know, this is a show I'm podcasting about primarily. I still opt into Survivor every Wednesday and watch this the next day. Mm. So I'm definitely in the same boat. Now, am I here to outshine Liana the Ladle <laughs> Boris? Yeah, I'm trying to try to look good. So I'm gonna yeah. try. Oh my god, I love it. You're just like, yeah, it's not a competition, but I'm winning. So. Exactly. Very much never stop stopping. <laughs> Can I ask a question as a, somebody else who's also um you know not as invested in the show as, as you both are? For mm-hmm. me, the worst part of the show is the singing that I kind of feel like they could come out and like do juggling. The, the singing does like nothing for me. I'm like lo- looking at my phone the whole time that they're singing. And I, I know Puya got Lil Wayne based on the singing, but uh, th- they could do whatever uh, that just bring out more people. Give me more clues. And uh, the singing, I feel like, is a distraction from what I like. <laughs> the mass juggler <laughs> the mass talent show yeah yeah that's not bad i think actually fox is rolling out the mass dancer or oh something my, like that yeah. which is essentially the same thing um so i i will say that what captivated me from the first season was the performances but that's because i loved the monster so much and i couldn't wait to see because i thought the monster was actually a really good singer and a really good performer and i think that's kind of what people are getting at by asking the question of oh is the talent on the season not as good because I can see where you're coming from, Rob. Like, I think that the the performances on this episode and it's hard in the beginning because you're kind of weeding out um, the chaff here. Um, but yeah, it's chaff to bits, chaff to bits to be here. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see it. But I the performances, especially as we go along, get better because essentially, you you know, you you get the better performance performers that say so. Yeah, for me. I came to appreciate the performances after podcasting with Liana um, because initially I was kind of like, it wasn't really what I was. I was there for the detective work. I was there to be like the um, insert detective here of the the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, and we, me and Liana have had debates on the podcast where we talk about Liana's very pro, like the, the vocals have to be on point and I'm more of a, is it entertaining? I'm here for that. So it kind of goes back and forth. Ultimately, is it a moment where you can kind of scroll through and do the other stuff? Absolutely. 
because there's no clues really there. And especially once you get to the third performance or the fourth performance and everyone just sounds amazing, you're really splitting hairs. Um, You're not really going to base an opinion of this person's better than this person unless you're like really magnifying glassing it. But I, I will say that is the hardest thing to juggle with the mass Singer is once you get past knowing who everyone kind of is, the show does get a little less important to watch. It becomes a laundry folding show for everybody. <laughs> yeah. At that point. <laughs> yeah. But I, I had a lot of fun watching uh, this first episode. And I especially had a lot of fun getting to talk about this first episode. Yeah. This was a lot of fun for me as well. And Rob, we would be robbing ourselves of an experience if we didn't ask you this last question um, from Jonathan Rose, which was, can you ask Rob what his costume would be and what's his go-to karaoke song? So let's say they reached out to you, Rob. And we're like, you know what? I'm, I'm mm. so sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> like, we want this guy on the show. What would you be? Yeah. Now, do the contestants themselves pick out the costume or do they just have like a bunch of costumes lying around and it's like, okay, pick this one, pick this one? Um. They usually put like uh, Lil Wayne mentioned that he was the robot because his kids liked robots and he wanted his kids to like him. So he yeah, went with the robot. The celebrity, the celebrity <laughs> picks the costume and actually gets a decent amount of input in the design. Um, but they design all the costumes from scratch. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if um, like I feel like it would be too much on the nose to be like uh, the, the microphone. Uh, could I be the emoji? which Ooh. one yeah you got a got a collection to pick from or do you come out as a new emoji every performance generic emoji <laughs> generic emoji yeah uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be the vomit emoji <laughs> Blah. Yeah. yeah i like that yeah. And then what's my go to karaoke? Uh, I feel like I, I'd like to do something that is not a ballad. I, I really want to get the the crowd pumped up. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that probably my uh, go to is uh, young MC bust a move, which I think is probably <laughs> in the category of um, if I, I was going to end up uh, Jamie Foxx was going to lump me in with Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> yeah. I, I think. But uh, I'd go with that. Rob, I wouldn't be surprised if Gronk performs that next on Wednesday. <laughs> it's coming <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no spoilers, guys. <laughs> One of the few things that Gronk and I have in common. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, this was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm happy, Rob, that you could join us for the to talk about the the new hit TV show on Fox, The Mass Singer. Yeah. yeah. Not Shazam. It's Beat Shazam. Yeah. Somehow a worse title than just Shazam. Yeah. No, they shouldn't make it it Shazam. Yes, right. Exactly. There's some copyright issues there. Mm hmm. Hosted by Jamie Foxx, Beat Shazam is the interactive game show that pits two teams of two against the clock in each other as they attempt to identify the biggest hit songs of all time. It's like. If Candy Crush got a second season, like mm-hmm. I don't understand why this show is on the air. Yeah. You know <laughs> who like, produced Beach Shazam, though? Oh, no. Who? Mark Burnett. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. no. When are we going to see survivors on uh, Beach Shazam? They have to do a crossover. 
Yeah. yeah. Survivor Big Brother Amazing Race crossover. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. Personally, happening. I would love to see oh, Rupert try and figure out Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spirit animal. Can't Did you it. say Lil Nas X? I hate <laughs> Lil. Why? Why do you hate me? I'm going to take you down to the Old Town Road. <laughs> By the way, uh, the Beach Shazam did win a surfboard booyah at the 2017-2018 Teen Choice Awards. For what? I'm sorry, it's nominated. Nominated. Oh, on the surfboard, yeah. Well. So much for my dreams. It's just just an honor to even be nominated. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not that uh, the Teen Choice Awards needed any less validating, but that would have definitely put it over. Rob, thank you so much for accepting our invitation to be here with us today. Honestly, oh, I was honored that you both asked for me to appear on the show, and I am uh, was uh, had so much fun getting to talk about the show. This is we, uh, we have to do one last check in. Did Sandra respond? Oh yeah, okay, let's let's double check. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let let's see any. Um, no, no, no new tweets from, from Sandra, but uh, keep your eyes peeled to see if she, uh, either responds or just lights me up. <laughs> we'll keep all you listeners posted out there. Yeah. And yeah, be on the lookout. If you liked what you heard here today, Liana and I are going to be sticking around and we're going to be covering this, uh, beat by beat. You can leave us a rating or a review, um, located on uh, Rob has a website.com slash masked singer one word. Uh, just let us know if you liked it. If you didn't like it, I accept all criticisms. Um, you can find me on social media at Puyaism. Uh, Lil Wayne fans, stay the away from me. I don't want to deal with you guys. Everyone else is welcome. Rob, where can people find you? Not that they need to know. But let's do a formality here. Sure. Oh, we've got so much uh, coming up. Uh, let me plug all my podcast uh, appearances uh, this week, because in addition to what I am doing on uh, Rob has a podcast, I am also going to uh, be a uh, guest with Shannon Gates, uh, Shannon Gus this week, uh, talking about week one of Australian Survivor. So look for me there. I'm also going to be a guest on the Star Trek Picard recap with Jessica Lee and uh, Mike Bloom. And uh, I've got a, a couple of other guest spots that I'm doing on podcasts this week. I don't know why this is the week of me guesting on a bunch of podcasts. The pilot season. This is like the week before Survivor starts, and we're all like, crap, we gotta get Rob before he gets get him. busy. <laughs> yeah. Get him before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, a, few, a few different guest spots that I'm doing. And Liana Boris, where can people find you? What can they expect from you uh, before you inevitably come back here and uh, roast me some more? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can find me on social media at Liana Boris. Um, I actually did the preseason coverage with Shannon Gus uh, to cover AU. So if you still want to check that out, um, definitely look into that. It was a lot of fun. And then uh, in addition to the mass Singer, uh, what else am I doing? Oh, the B&B will be back for a preview show. We're going to be doing that at some point. And then also the Lego Masters uh, show. So the premiere is, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, on this Wednesday right after the Mass Singer and then my sister and I will be doing coverage of that very first episode. I'm so excited for that. I'm really excited. 
I have no idea what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) Has your sister ever podcast before? She has not, but I have warned her. I was like, hey, you gotta have a microphone. Like, we're going to test it out beforehand. Uh, And, you know, she... She's also semi-articulate as I am. It'll be <laughs> a fun romp. Yeah. Got a debut. Will, will your mom be weighing in on Lego Masters? <laughs> <laughs> My mom keeps asking, when are, are you guys podcasting together? When is your podcast dropping? I'm going to support you guys being Aww. all sweet. So, uh, yeah, I don't think she'll have any thoughts, but she will be very supportive. Well, on that note, Liana, very excited for everything that's coming both with your projects and with Rob's projects after Rob does his 200 appearances this week. <laughs> He's a regular um, Mike Bloom. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not writing any blogs yet. Oh, okay. Ooh, they're getting there. Not the bloomerang. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a boomerang, what goes around comes back around. And unfortunately this is where we say goodbye. Take care, everybody. And we will unmask you in a couple days. Take care. Adios.